can only imagine the smells coming on that thing, but you know, but you know, only imagine the smells coming on that thing, but you know. Jackal better do some shit. Jackal better do some shit. Jackal don't do shit. Jackal don't do shit now. Jackal don't do shit. Jackal don't do shit. Jackal don't do shit. Jackal don't do shit. Jackal better do some shit. Jackal better do some shit. The The Tape Never Lies Network. The Tape Never Lies. Tape Never Lies. Starts now. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Keeping it 100. You'll never know how good your football team is going to be until you play with maximum effort. Open competition over the north and never give it back. Smartest man. My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Guess who's back? The two dudes that kept it real. Dynamic duo that you love, the smartest man in Dr. Phil. Break it down the film, never a problem, kick it straight. Most shows focus on stats, we focus on the tape. We keep it at 100, never running east to west. We coming with that truth, cause that's what our fans expect. Cut off the freaking anchor, forward to be free. But don't you worry, Shane's got the dumbest tweets. It ain't no secret, Phil and Shane got some haters. But now the mouth stuck like the two and now and later. Debaters, straws get kicked like Coach Tabor. Cuts had to be made, we added the barber moderator. Up and down, boys got you double checking. Sad sack scrolling like a fool, drunk texting, flexing on the truth. Cause you know they'll never change Real, recognize real, that's what you get with Phil and Jimmy What's the name? What we do when we're breaking down the bears Fuck a play or a captain All of the unchair The never lies The truth, you see We laugh, we analyze So there's no babies like Maybelline Straight to the truth with the vacuum and facts We got a sad nerd But he's not just giving nerd stats Car crash, big impact like trick sad Every Wednesday night you got the smartest man in Phil back Now we know you're smiling like a fat kid with fun dip Better than ever, and we keep it in a hundred. Keep it in a hundred. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Justin Fields gets outside the pocket. Puts that ball Family, it is me, girl, lady bear. 
We got a fun show for you tonight. Um, we got Justin coming back, so I know the guys are going to talk about that. Well, the guy right now. <laughs> so I will bring in every the guy everyone loves to hate, Mr. Shane, smartest man, Martha. Well, hello, Shane. Fuck them all, Cherie. Fuck <laughs> them all. We're the only ones that showed up to work tonight, Cherie. Wow, this is how we're doing it. Yeah. Hey, we know what we know what's doing. Happy JF one night, right, Sheree? Right, back. Get the guy back in there. See what we can do. See if we can make some hay. Got a what is it? Five of the seven, or I would qualify as tough games for Chicago. But I don't know. One of the shows I was listening to today says, "If you want to be the man, come out and be the man, and make a statement that way. Go to Detroit." get a win and let's write this ship that'll definitely be a statement win if we enough can get- with the negativity for bears fans we've been kicked in the face enough you want to make a statement you want to save your job go to detroit get a w let's do that time to prove it that's right yeah i just hey it's it's time Right now, we're sitting pretty at that number one pick. You know, Arizona got Kyler back, so they they gonna start winning. Thank you, Carolina. Yeah, we're not. We're definitely not gonna turn it down. That's for sure. But it's it's time for uh, Justin Fields, Matt Eberflus, Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles signature win. Now, do I have confidence that they'll do it? No, I do not. I'll save my. I'll save my score prediction for the prediction segment, but it's time. It's time for all of those guys if they want to save their jobs. And it seems like there's more people that are probably going to end up being upset at the end of the season, the way that, you know, people are talking and what seems like it's going to happen. There could be some changes on the offense, but not the over changes, overall changes that we want to see. But it's time, like I said. Get up to the Motor City, kick them in the fucking face, and make a statement. You never know what can happen. That's true. That's the way that I look at it. But these guys need to get a signature win. You know what I mean? That there's a lot of a lot of question marks out there. But at this point, what is Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears with this regime? What is their signature win? They don't have one. Week one versus San Francisco in a monsoon. You know, is that is that it? Is it in New England? Now that we know kind of what and who New England is at this point, I guess it would have been the Pittsburgh game if we didn't get screwed. You know, some shitty shitty calling, but uh, I mean, you always talk about like the list of the quarterbacks that we beat, so that's not an impressive list. And it, it didn't get any better. I know Phil was all in on Bryce Young, but I'm I'm an Alabama guy, and I wouldn't drafted him number one. I think everybody that's a TTNL follower knows knows that. I can't rely on a hundred and eighty four pound maybe quarterback to lead me where I need to go, and I. I think it's playing out. I think it's playing out. They need more help there too, but I'm not a believer in Bryce Young um, long-term being being the guy. But yeah, I mean, I see 
somebody in the chat put you know washington yeah and that your signature was so let's just say it's washington but it's that's going to be over a coaching staff that's going to be launched at the end of the year and sam howell that that should be a team that you just beat you know what i mean that's there shouldn't be anything signature about that that's that's how bad and directionless this team has been for a long long time but um if i was if i was uh a person that would dabble into the you know the fan duel apps or whatever like that i'd be banging on david montgomery the anytime touchdown score because that shit's happening they yeah, will I'm, I'm queuing up my uh my betty mgm and caesar sports book because <sighs> i don't think it's gonna you look got good. to i would be that guy if i was a coach i would be that dude you want to make a statement against your own team and that's that you know you know demo is going to be frothing at the mouth so it's going to be it's going to be interesting but here we are sheree wednesday night i guess we're flying solo it looks that way but uh i know what our guy is doing and i know we're going to make an announcement tonight to oh. all of our patrons especially because the the draft doctor phil the tape never lies episode is going to be pushed back a little bit this week because our guy ddp this is a real big week for him currently he's oh, coaching, no. getting the troops ready because they're playing in the super bowl this sunday against berlin the team that beat them 24 20 earlier so this is the this is the get back game in the super bowl so you know Phil the way that I know Phil, and I know that you know him very, very well, Cherie. This, this is. You want to talk Phil's about mind. maniacal? Yeah. <laughs> I can on, imagine. This is on Phil's mind twenty-eight hours a day, not twenty-four. I've called him a couple of times. I'm like, hey, you know what's going on, or bring up something about the show real quick, and next thing I know, it's, yeah, man, that fucking third down against Berlin. You know, I told him to roll it. <laughs> I get it. I get it, though. I get it, though. So well, he's we a competitor. Are... So oh yeah, no, I I get it. We were gonna try to make the trek down to support our guy, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull it off Sunday. And we're trying. I the reason I played the jackal jackal better do some shit to kick the show off is for our patrons. We are trying to get jackal at the stadium sunday to live stream the game for our ttnl network patrons live stream the game sunday morning at 10 a.m to watch the venom hopefully bring home the super bowl trophies but i know like i said phil is phil is 110 percent in pretty much everything that he does and when it comes to when it comes to football, he even ramps that up a little bit more. So I know they're they were deep into tape the last couple of days and correcting some miscues with some of the players. So this is kind of where we're at and what we have coming up. So hopefully, if you're a TTNL Network patron, and if you're not, you can scan that QR code down there in the corner. You will have access to the live stream Sunday morning of DDP's venom football team playing in the super bowl against berlin their get right game sheree Tate and dev 
see how crazy he is on the sideline. Yep, and I'm sure Steph is just as fired up. She's the the typical football mom that's worrying about everything that the coach isn't worried about, and worrying about everything he worries about too. So should be should be should be fun for sure. So we'll see. We wish we could get uh, DDP mic'd up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, m- we might not want to. I know he controls himself pretty good. You have to when you're around the kids. But, yeah, um, these are what eight year, eight nine, ten year olds. Yeah, they're right in that range. They may be taller than he is, but yeah, they gotta <laughs> they gotta get a few more life experiences in check before you can unleash the wrath on them too much. But uh, I don't know, Sheree, how are you? feeling about the overall vibe with Justin coming back it seems like this team is getting getting healthy starting to get guys back I know Khalil Herbert now now it seems like he's got a a calf injury to go with his his ankle injury and he was limited today so oh really yeah so we'll see we'll see how that goes Terrell Smith is back but um, I'm just ready, man. I'm like I said, I, I my confidence level that they're gonna do it because it's the Bears and they seemingly always do the wrong things. But part of me is like this maybe this is it. You just don't know when you're a young team, when you're a building team, strange shit can happen. Get up there in the motor city, you got your quarterback back now, go make some plays. I'm like I said, I'm not confident, but you sound like a real homer right now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sick of losing. I want to enjoy my Sundays again. You know what I mean? I want to be able to come on these shows. I want to be able to come on BHL and be positive. I get so many comments from people that are like, y'all are just so fucking negative. I'm like, well, what do you want us to talk about? There's no bright what, what is positive about this team? There's not yeah. very many of them. I mean, the, overall, they're, they're trending in a young direction. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, there's some... There's some nice players and guys that I think that we can build with, but overall, it's not just the team. It's the overall organization. There's not a lot of, they don't deserve the positivity. And that's what it's starting to feel like. It's starting to come down to is, you know, every year we try to be optimistic about something. You know, we drafted Justin. We might have finally had a quarterback. You know, now we get a new coach in who seems to be instilling some new principles and philosophies. And it's like every year we get let down. So it gets to a point where what do we have to look forward to? Like, you know, we know this season is pretty much a, a loss. So even trying to look forward to next season, we know we got top picks, but what does it mean if we can't do anything with them? Yeah, so, and I know. It's, to the point where it's, it's not much to look forward to. So yeah. for everybody that's, oh, negative, y'all so negative, I can't, it's hard to see the positive. Oh, it is. Absolutely. And it's, I get it. I, hey, we, we work hard at what we do here at TTNL. Sheree, Sheree knows she's seen the, the stuff that we do and we don't enjoy having to come on and, spend a three-hour show being mostly negative about the organization we'd love to come on and be like man you know where did that come from we would love to do that but at this point other than the defense showing a pulse and this is what i you're giving the defense a little bit of respect now so they're maybe they're they're that big ocean liner sheree and it's starting to make its turn you know but it's going to be that slow turn 
but you can't go up to Detroit and give up 42 points and get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. And would anybody be shocked? Nobody no. would be shocked. Exactly. Detroit's an explosive team. They're a, they're a well-coached team. I wasn't a believer in what they were doing up there, but they, they've definitely taken on the identity of their coach. And if you're trying to talk about a team that's turned it around, that's oh, hell yeah. a clear example. Yeah. And I know, like I said, we've, I think everybody here has been critical of Jared Goff over the years. Now, is he a guy that I would feel comfortable with moving forward? But he's, he's played well in Detroit, you know, and it's, it's, it's just one of those things, but it's, um, well, it's like they try to say, you know, the QB is the game manager and they try to make that a negative thing, but yeah. honestly, that's what they're supposed to do. He's just hasn't made any mistake. Like he's not, like you say, he's not the guy. He's not going to wow you with his plays, but he's also not turning the ball over. So. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And you know, that's just, I, I want them to go up there and, and, and see what happens, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe they'll surprise us, and maybe it'll be a big, big Sunday for TTNL. Maybe the Venom will punch Berlin in the face, bring home the Super Bowl trophy, and a little bit after that, Chicago will go to Detroit and punch Detroit in the face. But as we're saying that, Sheree, what a intro for this guy after I've been praising him for so fucking long. I know he missed all of that. He did too. He may be small in stature, but he's got that three X sweatshirt on. No, I'm kidding. It's only it's a medium. Fucker's been working out. There he is. Wait, you're saying nice things? I you have missed it man. all. Informing everybody about the our patrons about uh, you know kind of what's going on and what your day's been looking like and what you're dealing with Super Bowl coming up this week I said to Cherie you can call Phil up and start talking about the grocery list and he won't have a response I'll just be like man I fucking third down against Berlin six weeks ago it's driving me fucking crazy man oh so, my god he's not off the field late in the cold and it's been crazy uh, preparing for this so yeah I don't know what you said, but well, I started off the show with Jackal better do some shit because we got to apply the full court press. We did talk. He said to he's going to come. Uh, that's what so he had said. We will get that set up. Like I, I told our patrons that there should be a a live stream. Actually, maybe we'll maybe we'll open it up for everybody to get everybody in there. The more supporters, the better. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. But yeah, it's a. It's a lot, man, and I apologize to everyone that uh, I haven't been able to even do the video breakdown. I think yeah, I, I call them. It's going to be pushed. I, you got. I think everybody under, understands. I I wasn't following the chat super super close when I mm-hmm. announced that, but it is what it is, man. You gotta you have to have your priorities, and when you're a three win football team versus a team going to the Super Bowl. Hey, your priorities change. And if it's a couple of days late, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a whirlwind. I got a shout out, uh, Cool Kennedy. He's been helping me do, you know, my thing. A little surprise for the, the kids and everything of that nature in regards to 
some of my talents that they don't know is a big deal obviously for the town and these kids we had a, a bunch of uh, former players come out tonight that's why i was running late Thanks. to speak to the team and the kids it got emotional for them and they offensive guard from wallingford connecticut ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> look at these uh screen setups here yeah they're know. mainly they're mainly awful they're mainly awful is right like why can't we get one that fits i don't know what's going on here we're probably go there text from ron g saying you guys are killing me with these old <laughs> but yeah we had uh southington high school football players come out and speak to the they were former venom yeah. alumni where they got their start the funny thing is tonight shane is that one of the kids shared with us that his defensive coordinator on the high school is also the defensive coordinator for Berlin's team that we're playing. Oh boy. So his defensive coordinator is already talking smack. I guess I could swear. Yeah. Uh, sh talking shit that they're going to beat us again on Sunday. Now they did get us the first time 24 20. They're a very well coached football team and they have a lot of talent. I'm not just saying that, it's the truth. So now we got to go in there, Shane, and, and handle our business. Like I told the kids, it's you been shit talker on the East Coast to, to drive down to Connecticut and rile up the troops. Who's that? This guy over. What the fuck? You're going to you're going to come. I said, do you need me to come down there and talk a little? Shit Actually, Tate did say, is Uncle Shane and Riley going to come I down? Love to. I would love to. I he tried really to did said to Sharid, she's like, fuck that. We got the, the Detroit Lions to focus on. She <laughs> took off her, her hoodie, said, fuck them kids. And I'm like, great. So salty. <laughs> That's fun. Richard hey. Gordon's got a prediction right here. 46 to 10 Venom. All right. Listen, you'll see a happy guy. I was fired up. I was trying to find the video. I don't know. <laughs> Keys where keys guy Phil, you have some tricks up your sleeve oh yeah we were we got some things trust can't me give it away no no filming no <laughs> no we can't give it away i have no idea where the freak i was gonna play the speech we're gonna try bullets i don't know i thought you were in there when i was talking about it he so was i did speak to chris jackal uh today or yesterday and he came back in and he was like listen i i really believe i'm gonna be able to come and do this claudio has been unreachable i have no idea where this guy is so finally i found the i was trying to get some people fired up listen i don't know if Obviously, Sunday night, the Bears didn't play, but I did. And it was an emotional game for us because this team last year uh, obviously had some other coaches. I came in this year and very proud of these kids that have all come together as first time a team and have exceeded the expectations of everybody, really. And really came together and my coaching staff 
there listening. They deserve so much praise for the hard work and the dedication each and every day, volunteering and doing this stuff with young kids. Breaking news. The tape never lies. Network breaking news. Have major, major breaking news. Did we make a trade now? News desk. No, the trade yeah. deadline is over. That's right. Greg Braggs actually broke open the fucking wallet. This guy, not for Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm assuming Jenny must be in the in the Braggs in the stand studio. Maybe it's Nick Moriano is in there. <laughs> Sending out his best of luck in the Super Bowl. I keep hitting it by an accident. I'm sorry. Coach Phil, hopefully Jackal does some shit for once. $10. He could have afforded $100. let us be fucking honest here. It, you Larison versus Braggs in a uh, super chat off. Yeah. No, he's got that CHO money, and he still went cheap with $10. Bucks. <laughs> Greg. Oh, yes. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate. It. I hope Jackal does. I think he will. It's uh, everybody's talking about it uh, around here, so I'm not gonna lie. The nerves went last Sunday. I think when I woke up, Shane, my father came down to watch the game too, and uh, he. I'm like, Dad, I just. The nerves that I have is just, he's like, huh, now you know how I felt with you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was tough. Uh, that means it bleeding. matters, Phil. That, that's all that means. There's nothing to be, you know, if, if you didn't have the nerves, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, you know what I mean? It just, it yeah. shows that it's a priority and it shows that it means a lot to you and that it matters to you and matters. You want each one of those kids to, you know, most of them, not the, not the. Dudes I, want, I want them all. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm busted balls. It's emotional game of football, and it was. It was. Listen, I didn't know what to expect. You never know in any game what to expect, especially a playoff because it's one and done. But the our kids went out there. I, when we say eleven hats to the football, I, I Bears fans would have been envious out there. It felt like. I had some college coaches there. Uh, got a coach from UConn was out there, and he's like, "I can't believe these kids are third and fourth grade." Uh, I'm putting together a little highlight tape for them to fire them up, just to show uh, of the past game what they do and how they play, and get them ready for Berlin. Who you know. It's tough to beat people twice. Hopefully we go out there. We were able to beat uh, Middletown in the semifinals, 33 to nothing. It was impressive. The kids came out there, and they bought all of them, balled. And it was 28 degrees. It felt like 18, and they stepped up. Parents were throwing those heating <laughs> things. Uh, it was cold out there. It felt like Chicago. Everyone was like, Did you think of that 40 yard catch by my son, Phil? Listen up. Listen up. We played 
four quarters of football with intensity and passion. No one was looking at anybody. Somebody had to step up. All right, Copyright claim with the music. The oh, as long as you're talking over who was the, <laughs> was who was the the guy that was scooching his way over in front of the camera? Yeah, that was my dad, the I, coach. Oh, <laughs> Steph, I, could I? Is this the most inconvenient spot I could be? Do I look like a middle linebacker. <laughs> I, I am barely above them. I appreciate you uh, playing the playing the clip but the donuts are for a shutout so anytime our team shut out anybody on the season the coaches would buy the kids donuts for putting up donuts yeah on the game so that's why no chicago bears players have eaten a donut in a long <laughs> fucking time <Phil. laughs> well i didn't i don't want it to be all about that tonight but it was an emotional night uh, TTNL is family, so to be able to open it up to you guys as family, it's it's uh, obviously I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I I don't just talk the talk; I walk the walk. That's I could be short, <laughs> but not short in a speech. So I it, it was. Again, I appreciate sharing it with you guys. Thank you, Greg, and everybody uh, in the chat. Uh, bullets. I, I really, Shane has been really pushing for the, the live stream of it. I've been reaching out to some of the Chicago Bears players. I don't know if anybody has connection, but I was hope that I can get these guys to come and FaceTime with the team on Friday. If that could be a possibility, I know the Bears play at home, right? This week, no, in no other way. So it might even be better, unless they're they don't fly out to Detroit on Friday. So it might be perfect. Whatever, I'll try. Shane Bullets has a request. He missed your announcement. He's working for Super Chats. <laughs> Time to watch the vet. Time to watch vet. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh lot of lot of stuff <laughs> so how are the how are the atoshin boys how what's their demeanor like as we get on here in the I, week? I came home and they were so excited for practice then dev had a little mini meltdown in practice <laughs> i was like what's going he was upset because his brother doesn't throw him the ball 
That's yeah, that's gonna happen. I'm anyway. Always open. He doesn't throw it. To me. I only caught 14 passes last week. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Other than that, the kids were out there. Nice to be under the lights and getting them ready for the game. The big game Sunday, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Get those heaters up off the turf. Put them on a piece of wood, Phil. I know all the rules for the Super Bowl. How do you know that? Did I share that? I I was the guy on the phone with you for an hour and a half while you were going over them step by step. That was me. I can't even remember, bro. I'm like, (laughs) I have not stopped preparing for this uh, game. So uh, we wouldn't expect anything less. Even Cool Kennedy made a beat, a Venom beat. Yeah. To put to. The highlight tape, TTNL is affecting the thing, the game, the team. And tomorrow night, my wife has set up like a team Thanksgiving meal. Nice. After practice. So we'll be having Thanksgiving dinner together as well. So, ah, uh, perfect. Sheree, sorry. We, might have to, Sheree, we might have to make the, the trek to Connecticut. Uh, it's, Anybody's welcome, man. Sure, we so like Jim Larson fly, fly his jet in. Yeah, <laughs> Jim's got to borrow Air Force One for the Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> I go, We have some surprise speakers tonight. He's like, Who is it? Who is it? Oh, is it Jim Larison? Devin Claypool? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Dev's a tight end. Devin's a tight end. Oh, so, tight end. Is, so is Claypool down in Miami. Did they move him? Did they move him? Yeah, I don't know. He's not doing, not doing too much. Oh, he's, he's That's not. their problem now. But I honestly, guys, I appreciate the understanding. These past few months have been uh, family stuff and obviously football and the network and the bears and it's gonna be lots of time for TTNL stuff after the after Sunday. So exactly. I'll get back to the world. Anybody's got a problem with it, we will post Cherie's number on all of our social media. (laughs) Take it up with her. This is the one time I think I haven't I did not have any time to cut the Carolina Panther tape. But Mm. I think we'll, we'll be able to survive that. You survive 16, it. You're yeah, okay. That 16 to we'll 13 be okay. barn burner. You got you got bigger fish to fry right now, my friend. So Phil and Shane are so negative. We won. That's well, we had that talk before you got on here too. Oh, I said did? I said, Do you guys really think that Phil and I want to do a three or a four hour show and be negative the whole time? There's not a lot of positives to talk about. With this team, they don't deserve the positives because the organization overall has just been despicable. Really, we want to be able to come on here and be excited to talk. Oh, I didn't even think about this. <laughs> we want to be those guys, but there's not enough there to to be positive about. Now you yeah. go up. I said this, Phil. It's time. What would you consider Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields' signature win as Chicago Bears? Exactly. New England Patriot game. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. We thought they, oh, shit, this is. Yeah. 
Could have been <laughs> Pittsburgh if we wouldn't have got screwed, I guess. You know what I mean? That night. But, yeah, it's you go to Detroit and you win. That's impressive. That's, that's an upset win. win. No one's right. expecting you to do that. Exactly. <laughs> now, my prediction in our prediction segment, I'm picking the Bears to get fucking boat raced. How's that for breaking news? But go up there and go up there and surprise me. We'll see. Exactly. Uh, I just look at the Chicago Bears, you know, in two different ways. Um, what they could be and what they are. And that's really why Shane and I kind of are like surfers on a wave of emotion when it comes to the Chicago Bears. Trust me, there's nothing, nothing uh, rehearsed or talked about other than let's just go talk about what just transpired from our hearts. And that's really the difference. Even getting thrust into this and, and taking on coaching, it just puts a bigger spotlight on how bad Eberflus is and how uh, misinformed a lot of fans are in regards to Getze and Justin Fields and Bajan. Listen, it's tough to win in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. Tough to win in college and on any level. It's tough to win and, and perform and understand your – uh, expectations you gotta execute what it is that you practice and the chicago right. bears haven't just like d dunn is saying they've had so many signature losses and they think they being mccaskey and, and company and i don't know where ryan pole stands on it but it comes off in this arrogant dismissive uh divisive way that we know better and trust us. Well, we've been trusting you for a long time and your predecessors before and the ones before that. And the product on the field, no matter who's the quarterback, hasn't been the best. Hasn't been the best and hasn't been good enough ever. There's more signature losses. There's more embarrassing losses than there are things to stand on and build on. And it's unfortunate because I really believe, honestly, this season there's a hell of a lot more talent on this football team to win and to do the things necessary to win. And it trickled down into a social media world where everybody's so divisive. And it became about Justin versus Tyler when it was really about the Chicago Bears coaching staff and how. Well, that's the thing, Phil. It's not even it's so bad. <clears throat> I understand that they're rebuilding and they did strip it right down to the studs in terms of personnel but the part that gets me is you're not seeing competence even exactly. at a at a low level every week you're really not i mean let's just say they go to detroit yeah and they sh they shock everybody justin plays well the offense plays well they they put Goff into some uncomfortable situations and they turn the ball over, score a defensive touchdown or two, who knows? And they 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 come out of there with a W. 
do you think that that game plan that they have for Detroit is going to carry over into Minnesota that's going to blitz the shit out of you? And it, we, we've seen it already. We've seen it. They don't do it. How can your players be consistent when there's nothing around them that's consistent? Phil, you're coaching eight and nine-year-old boys. You have to be consistent as a coach with your message, with your coaching. Your defensive coordinator can't be saying, we're going to, this is going to be the found, this is going to be our principle that we're built on. And this is what we're going to do each and every week. We're going to be great at this. And then next week, we're not going to worry about that because we're going to change it because we're playing a different team. It's not that. That's the problem right there. It's not even about – I can accept the losses when you're rebuilding, but I need to see competitiveness. I need to see consistency within the, the, the coaching. And I do not see it. I just don't. The defense is showing signs of life, Phil, and they could give up 40 and be flat up in Detroit. It's going to be very telling for me with Matt Eberflus, head coach slash defensive coordinator, because the talk out there right now is there's going to be changes on the offensive side of the ball. And they're going to keep. But this your head talk. coach is going to be here. Oh wow, wow! And just think There's back of a, a month ago, if he loses against the Commanders, he would have been gone. He's going to be fired. They win against the. Not a zebra's not going to change his stripes. He's just not the guy. To your credit, Shane, you nailed it because that's what it is. You can't. In my opinion, in my professional opinion on coaching, what Shane said is truly the most important thing. You have to know what you stand for, right? and you stand for that. And if another team knows your signs, if they know what you do, in football, they got to stop you. That's right. So it's still about the effort and the determination and the pride at the point of attack. And that's why this game is so great. They can know every play you're going to run. You still can be successful. Walter Payton, the reason why I'm a Bears fan. Guess what? Every fucking team back in the 70s knew Okay, Peyton's getting the ball. They still couldn't stop him. It was him that decided. And then his player, he he made people better. Like, if he's doing it, I got to do it. And that's really what I think Eberflus lacks, an understanding of this is our identity. This is a team. And looking back, as I said with Chris Zorich when I was ranting, which Cherie was producing, I was like, this is a team. It's skipping over the fact that they had a healthy Deonta Foreman benched. They had yeah. so much not glory. Even, well, yeah, but not even dre- not even not as an available option. A healthy not even scratch. Dressed. Yeah. He's clear, like to the if an alien 
flew down and was learning football and uploading in its brain. It's like, oh, I got all the information. And then watched the Chicago Bears play it. Deonta Foreman would be to that alien like, oh, that's a freaking eraser clause. That's a guy that if it's not blocked, he's still getting yards. He's someone that helps your quarterback immensely. Fucking Eberflus and Getsy don't get it. Don't get it. He, Deonta Foreman makes Cole Komet, makes Justin Fields, makes your offensive line, makes your wide receivers better. Why? Because he gives everything right. he has. Just like the guy we're facing. You don't think David Montgomery is going to be fucking motivated? Oh, that's what I said. If you're bet, you put down money on the anytime touchdown for Demo this weekend. Oh my God. Phil, if you're coaching, the, if you're coaching the Detroit Lions, and the, you have David Montgomery leaving Chicago, is that not going to be a folk? We're going to. I would be a, on a. I would be on a. I would have right. to be on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coaching in the NFL so everyone can see me. Everybody, right? look down here. Listen to me. <laughs> we are going to run the ball with Demo. see eye to eye with Bryce. Hey, right, right. Oh, exactly. poor Bryce. I would be standing on a fucking stool saying and pointing right at David Montgomery. If this fucking guy doesn't score three touchdowns this game, we're doing it wrong. Yeah. We're, we're, t- we're going on you, bro. You ready for that? I would get this locker room so fired up. I'm sure he is. He he the, understands it. Getsy and Eberflus don't. The one thing that gives me a little excitement is you've seen, I don't know if you've followed Eberflus's media tour this week. I haven't seen one him. thing that has been consistent with him is specifically naming young players that they continue to develop that are contributing. And that to me tells me that somebody in a position of power has said something to him about maybe potentially your job is on the line. If you come out and you're talking, you're talking about, how well you've done developing young players that are contributing. That's you saying, well, look what I've done. Don't you want these young guys? You know, I've, he even said Jalen Johnson has gotten better under my, you know, under this regime, under this coaching staff, but he was going right through everybody. He talked about Sanborn. He was going right down the line, talking talking about Kyler Gordon, all of these guys. So, but the there's a lot of people saying that you'll see changes on the offensive side, just not a head coach. Did y'all see this rumor about? I guess Peter King was saying this. Uh, Listen, no. I haven't seen that rumor, but I there was a thing tonight unhappy saying about that. I, I saw a thing tonight going. saying that he would be in play, hundred percent in play with the Chargers. Commanders, no, with Chargers. The Chargers. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the thing. You know, am I? If you let's just, I know this is we're bear centric here, but if you're Bill Belichick, 
I understand if you're going to Washington, you're it's it's all about power. I get it. You don't have a quarterback there that you're going to build around. You look at the Chargers. At least you got Herbert, who is a viable NFL quarterback. I, I get it. I get that part of it more, but I Belichick's going to come to Chicago. I'm. I didn't see that from Peter King. I'm not sure. At Avon put in the chat where where he said that. I guess I wouldn't. I'd be be unhappy. I am a big Bill Belichick fan, and listen, a veteran established coach who understands defense and offensive expectations have won Super Bowls. You could say whatever it is you want. I don't. Maybe he can't be drafting people but he certainly can coach there's no doubt about that don't be recency bias with this i i can tell you that for sure listen i don't know that he'll take it people get scared of at this point because the bears have oh we're pushing everybody they've never reset everybody and put everybody on the same time quarterback well let's just take quarterback out of it let's just talk about head coach and gm and that's the that they, the they supposedly part. did like people argue this shane with ryan poles and eberflus they got a new gm and he hired eberflus but the thing that we've continuously said is that they were interviewing coaches before right. they even hired. so it it all doesn't fit, right? It all doesn't fit. So for me, I'm just at the point where I'm with Shane. Article is on NBC Sports with the headline, Peter King names Bears a Hail Mary option. Well, they need a few Hail Marys to get out of this shit <laughs> situation. I, remember, I don't know if I remember how to say that prayer. Uh, full of grace, also. But for me, the Chicago Bears can't stay with this head coach. I think that's a black eye on Ryan Poles. I don't think you reset the offense. I think you reset everybody. And I don't, I don't know where you stand on Ryan Pole. I've gotten to the point where I'm more with you aligned, and I don't know if it's true that. I just feel more comfortable with Ian Cunningham. I just feel so much politics. I feel that Boston College uppity I just don't think he does well in situations where all eyes are on him in a presser. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I think that's obviously clear because I don't think Eberflus, I don't think he does good in that situation either. But, Mm -hmm. you know, David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Pan, this is these are the things that we talked about that I needed to see him be an assassin with like when the Bears had the number one pick last year. Mm -hmm. David Tepper went out publicly and said we had a three way deal in place, Chicago, Houston, Carolina. 
Chicago was trading the number one pick to Houston. That was at number two. Chicago was then moving to number two. Then Chicago was dropping from two to nine with Carolina. That is the type of out of the box thinking that I wanted to see from Ryan Poles, things like that. And then Houston ended up getting cold feet and they just consummated the deal between Chicago and, uh, in Carolina. But if they pulled the plug, Phil, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and be like this is devastating. It's, you know, it's going to set the, the it's going to set the the organization back because the the wheels are barely moving as is. Do I expect them to? I really don't. I think Ryan Poles is going to be here. How many GMs have not – I guess you could say he he made his bed with Justin Fields, so that was his quarterback because you had the number one pick. But still, he's never brought in his guy at the quarterback position. This is the year that it's going to tell you that. Nate Tice was on. Well, let me ask – pause there on yeah, go Nate ahead. Tice because my question is – to you and the fans, there's no way that George McCaskey with Ted Phillips and Bill Polian interviewing process hire GM Ryan Poles without an understanding of how he felt about Justin Fields. So I don't think it's fair when, not that you're doing it, but that people say that, well, he hasn't had his guy. He had to have said, I believe in Justin Fields. He hired another shoe salesman at coach, you know, the famous, I chose him. Cause I think Potsy goes, well, didn't you want to interview some more client or whatever the fuck he said? Right. I didn't you, you want to expand your search? To yeah, have you your want, own you want to do a more extensive search. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to add more Yeah, to your list because Polian gave the coaching list. Polian and this crew, the Zoo City crew, interviewed all of these possible candidates without the GM in the building. Now, look at what the GM is now and his power, which is pretty damn high, and how this relationship with him and Eberflus is. And what the product is on the field. When Poles came out and said, he's chopping away at this. He's work. Guess what? Every fucking coach in the NFL is chopping away at it. Exactly. Yeah. The no, product I... on the field has sucked. You got two wins in a two well, wins, and, right? And it's it you can it's you cannot overlook the fact that you've had two major pieces of your coaching staff removed for hr violations exactly. within the same season and a leader well that's that's a big deal i mean this when he has hr violate this isn't an hr violation that occurred when he was on his own property this is because of issues at work clearly at work so that is a hundred percent on your code that cannot be overlooked. 
in again the the ultimate maybe we got to have a show where and we don't want to put him on the spot because he's got a personal relationship maybe we'll just reach out to zorich and have just zorich can let us know more who the man kevin warren is he doesn't have to give us inside see just you know tell us about the man about the person you know who he is because he's the ultimate wild card in all of this you know ryan poles came out and gave a vote of confidence to matt eberflus none of i've seen plenty of guys get votes of confidence from gms from ownership even and then they get launched into the moon you know into the sun a few right. weeks later he's the ultimate wild card because listen if you take over as the team president and you're trying to secure a stadium deal where your team will be moving out of the city you you want to put your stamp on this team and if he brings back ryan poles if he brings back matt eberflus and let's just say you move off of luke getzey and you draft a quarterback are you bringing in the proper offensive staff for that quarterback that could potentially be here with a lame duck coach that's where everything falls apart for me let's just say oh their answer is we love flus as a head coach he got the getsy part wrong so getsy's going to be the sacrificial lamb we're going to we're going to Caught bait with him. We're going to bring in another offensive coordinator. Is that offensive coordinator going to say, I want to come to Chicago when I'm not sure if Ibrufus is going to be here in 2025? Are you going to get the best possible candidates? Is it going to be a Mike Martz situation again when Lovey brought him here? Is it going to be a Mike Tice situation when he was here? That That's where, for me, everything – listen – if you if, if Justin Fields goes out there and balls out and they commit to Justin, to me that would make if they move off of Getzy, then let but let's be honest, if he balls out, are they gonna move off of Getzy? Probably not. So they would all be here. It'd bring bring, you know, keep the band together. We'll we'll run it back like the fucking bulls did. Oh, it's we're <laughs> continuity it's just gonna you know we're gonna get better in-house <laughs> but let's just say you trade justin fields in the offseason to atlanta mm-hmm. and then you're picking between caleb williams and drake may if you're drafting in the top two it's going to be one of those two guys if you're up there how the fuck do you how can you you're going to turn over an untested rookie quarterback to Matt Eberflus and his decisions at coaching when two years in, you've had two HR violations. Luke Getze has zero consistency. He's out there playing Madden like you've said, Phil. It just, the reset has to occur. It has to. If it includes Ryan Poles, then so be it. It's not going to, it's not going to, I happen to believe that I think Ryan Poles doesn't do good in the public forum. I think he comes off very nervous in an overthinker and maybe, 
Maybe that's not a good thing. I think in Hallis Hall, they're worried about what everybody thinks with their words rather than, hey, you know what? Justin's not ready to play this week. I'm not going to answer any more questions even pertaining exactly. to his thumb. And if you ask another question, I'm just going to say next question. Then it's over. It's cut and dry. But it's – you got to hit the reset button, man. You have to. Yeah. This situation is – it's dire. Let's, there's, like, there's always what if. What if Cutler plays great? What if Rex grows with – what if, what if, there's never been consistency to put your your hat on. The Bears are going to go out there. It hasn't happened in so long uh, that consistency on offense is just not attainable. It's gotten to the point where fans are so beaten down. And it's a McCaskey issue. It's an Ernie Accorsi. It's a Bill Polian. It's that whole dynamic that the only life preserver – is what Shane is talking about in Kevin Warren. It's Kevin Warren recognizing what a goofball situation we have in regards to accountability and coaching, whether it be the HR stuff with these coaches or the stuff that's going down with Justin Fields, calling out the coach only to retract it, only to find out, that Chris Collinsworth is talking, obviously. And, from and the head coach, coach did the same thing, the Phil, with, coach with Chase Claypool situation. Chase Claypool same thing. Caught him in several lies with Chase Claypool. Caught him in several lies and manipulation in regards to Tyson Bajan and the situation with just. There's just so much that lacks integrity. People want to. Me and uh, David Kaplan called me the other day. And I'm like, we're just going to have to set it up where me and you debate Harbaugh. I'll go on your show or you come on here. I don't care. But if you're going to get on Harbaugh about stealing signal and signs and, and not recognize that the entire country of coaches are doing this shit for years. And I, I can tell you stories even on in one double A football. Our coaches were doing this kind of shit, trying to get an advantage, a small advantage to put yourself in a position to be successful. It happens all the time, right? And we're going to make this guy unattainable now, like he lacks integrity. Well, we've had a lot of integrity at coaching. It's gotten us sh a shit and a fart. That's what it's gotten us. That's what we've gotten. And – it's time to find a whole cultural change. The Patriots have been accused of cheating for years from deflate gate, the spy gate, all these fucking gates. But you know what they got a gated off wall of fucking trophies. That's the gate. They got, Well, that's your play with cap. If you have the debate and we do it live on air here, yeah. Cap, let's just say Belichick wants to come here and have full control over it. Sign me up. Take that. Well, you can't. You can't have it. Right, right, right. And, and I love I, Cap. I'm just saying. Listen, I am so opposite of these fucking fans and people getting after Caleb Williams' emotion. He's crying. I don't want. I embrace that shit. It matters to that kid. 
That I am. I understand that. Harbaugh's weirdness. Harbaugh's weirdness. I fucking love that. I but love them that. kids and that you saw the emotion of his staff. They will run through a fucking wall for him. So yeah. let me just tell you. Yeah, they're wearing the Michigan versus the world. The, the guy. Yeah. People getting after his OC for that emotion. They've never fucking played the game. Or they've played the game and they are, I'm sorry, lost. Because that emotion from that coach came from a real place of friendship, of togetherness, and the things that matter to them most. It's it's outstanding what we're seeing. Stephen A. Smith, come on, bro. You're one-point average in college basketball or whatever fuck you did. It gives you no right to talk football ever. I've always laughed at that. It's just for clicks. It's just for clicks. But it's gotten to the point where it's become a powerful place to be. Jim Harbaugh is no yes-man. He's a fucking – he'll know his identity, and the Chicago Bears will go out there and play like that for their head coach, and we haven't had that in a long, long time. Having a little weird ain't a bad thing. I mean, is, is Bill Belichick, is he weird? Is he got a little strange to him. Yeah. Hell yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. It happens. I, I've always believed in Harbaugh because I understand he understands the importance of the offensive line and get, and running the fucking football is going to lead all roads to wins. That's That's what it is. And if Getsy is the Madden clause, he's like, okay, we ran power three times. Now I got to go into spread. Stay in power. Go action boot off. The, then come back again until they fucking stop you. Be the identity. That's what a good fucking OC does. That's what you do. I have to, I, I'm just, the Chicago Bears have become a fucking punchline. And not the kind on Saturday Night Live where there were funny skits with Chris Farley and the crew embracing the winning where William the Refrigerator Perry had his own hamburger at McDonald's. And the 85 Bears dominated the fucking MTV with their fucking hip-hop music video. They were everywhere. They were the best, right? And unfortunately, that we... Bears fans have to live off that shit. And it was, what, 40-something years ago? 40-something years ago. So the reality of this stuff, taken to this level, needs to find a coach that says, this is what I believe in and do. And I will tell you, I'll be the first one. Matt Eberflus said all the right things. I was very excited. Hits, we're going to hustle. We're going to fucking... No loafs. All the things we saw Charles Leno doing and some of these fucking players walking, not giving a fuck, that there was going to come in here and we were going to play a certain way and have fun doing it. 38 years. Thanks, Rich. It was awesome having you on the show too, Rich. The Bears haven't ha found their identity. Is Josh McDaniels a little weird? Um, no, nah, Mike McDaniel down. At, yeah, he's a little weird. Yeah, those are the guys. Guess what? Weird wins. 
You get we need that as a t-shirt, Alex. Weird wins. Put a shadow of fucking Jim Harbaugh on the back. It would be the happiest day, I told Chris Zorge in a long time if I saw Jim Harbaugh be named the Chicago Bears head coach, because that would tell me two things. He'd have a sign in the hallway that said, fuck you, George McCaskey. Or he would be breaking George McCaskey's balls every single day until George decided to learn the game of football. And that's really what it would be. And he would identify who the talent is on the team to keep and the ones that aren't going to be here. I don't think, I think Tressman just carried weird. That's it. Yeah, and he couldn't command a locker room. He couldn't I mean, the command. Guys, the guys didn't respect him. Different. It was a that uh, Canadian League coach. I I I don't have words. For, everybody I know had said that he's an offensive coordinator, and that's it. Brilliant mind of offensive football. Tressman, but, you're talking. About. Yes, Mike yeah. Mike Tressman but can't command a locker room, can't be a leader. So for me, I think George McCaskey is a, is a story. You can't be an owner and say, I, I, don't, I don't know. Don't be blind to it. Don't sit in the plane at, at Dallas for 40 minutes on the tarmac upset and then continue to allow this shit to happen. You got rid of Ted Phillips, who was the biggest problem, right? You replaced him with Kevin Warren. No one said it was going to happen. Shane and I brought up the rumor that was that, and people were poo-pooing it. That no way would he leave the Big Ten to go to there. Even David Hall and our friend, I guess, were saying that shit would never happen, right? Too. Dan Weider. Well, they were they were saying he would never leave the Big Ten because he was making $7 million a year to come to Chicago. And, yeah, and he did. Of course, yeah. he left the Big Ten. He's in Chicago. And now you can't be threaded into the politics of Hallis Hall. And it goes beyond George McCaskey, because I think there's like 13 McCaskies that pull up every Thursday to pick up their check. I'm sure that they now have Venmo or whatever fuck that pays them direct deposit. <laughs> oh boy. But on every Thursday, they're checking that freaking bank app to see if their check was deposited. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Start putting football fucking first. Start putting the people that are making the decisions of football and finding the weird, the nasty. And the things that are going to make you uncomfortable. This is an organization that made a coach of the year do a mock presser. And he's like, what the fuck? I just had 28 pressers every fucking week. Right. And they hired Mark Tressman instead of him. They did the same thing to Russ Grimm when they hired Dick Jerron, correct? It was Jerron. Yeah, with Dave McGinnis. They had the Dave McGinnis. They announced his hiring before 
He agreed yeah. to it. He was going to take the job. He wanted the job. He told his wife he was going to accept the job. They hadn't agreed to terms financially. The Bears wanted to strong arm him into a contract that he wasn't comfortable with. So what did they do? Mike McCaskey. Mike, the older brother. Sent out a press release saying that we've agreed to terms with Dave McGinnis as the next head coach of the Chicago Bears. They they wanted to put the public pressure on McGinnis and say, well, he's not going to turn it down if we announce this. He'll just accept the deal then. Right. And it blew up in their fucking face. It, it did. And, and then you have the Nick Saban story. That Nick Saban was about to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears and agree to it. I don't even know if many people know this. But Jerry Angelo at the last minute says to Nick that, no, I have to have ownership rights of selecting players when nick if they were friends and now it'd be like a two-way street and you coach nick saban would have let me call my shot real quick because there's Go gonna ahead. be comments popping up in here saying that saban sucked in the nfl which is a fucking joke but i'm just getting that out of the way oh, so okay. i'll highlight them when they come up okay <laughs> i'll address it when they pop up because i know somebody's typing right now so nick saban is about to be the coach of the chicago bears and Jerry Angelo turns around on him and says, no, I pick you coach. That's not what we're agreed to. This two friends thinking they've come to the resolution. He's about to be named and nope. He turns it down, ends up going and there's Roger. I don't know if he's doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And he ends up going to the Miami dolphins, but again, Nick Saban, the coach, is exactly well, who did he want? As that was my point. Who did he want Drew in Miami? Drew Brees. Yes, and the doctors wouldn't clear him. Medically. Guess what? He would have gotten Drew Brees here. Oh, Drew, Drew Brees wanted Miami, and Nick Saban and the doctors killed Drew that. Drew Brees, deal. if he was in, excuse me, Nick Saban coaches Chicago. He wants Drew Brees. Drew Brees comes to Chicago. Things could be different. That's all I'm telling you. And here we are sitting here playing Ouija football board with the spirits. Is Eber Flues going to be coach? He six and 22 or something like that. Is exactly there it is. Six, six and 22 as head coach. Is he going to do it? Are they going to keep him? Well, if he wins, what? What? Wins what? Wins what exactly? Uh, They agreed to the money, Alex. Ted Phillips didn't turn down the four. Uh, They agreed. It came down now to Jerry turning the tides of who's going to be in charge of selecting final say. Final roster stay was the term. By a 100% source. (laughs) So that ended up. And listen, I think he's quoting the coach or the the GM. Our culture's awesome. 
Six and 22. Fucking awesome. Keep chopping away. Keep chopping away. And now it boils down to the guy that you probably don't really want in Justin Fields. And when I say you, I'm talking about the head coach. I'm dead ass serious. I don't know that he, I don't believe that he wants Justin Fields as his quarterback. I think he wants an excuse. Ah, he didn't fit what I was trying to do. So I get another year. Give me a quarterback. Give me a different OC. And to Shane's point, this is the same bullshit, the same shit they always do, the Chicago Bears. They falter on finding the right head coach and finding the right culture that that coach is going to bring to the table. When the fire is hot and the flames are burning, how do they do? How do these coaches do? I can't remember the last time I said, wow, that was a fucking great coach football game by the Chicago Bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't you do it. You get a, you might get a quarter. Maybe right. you'll get a half. Maybe you'll get even three quarters. It's, it's very rarely ever four, and it's not, oh, week two and week three. Hey, we just got beat today. We didn't get out coached. No, they're getting out coached almost every single week. Listen, every single week, it's the same thing. Comes to the podium, and he's going to list the positives in a loss. He's going to list the positives in a win. And that's not inspiring shit. Yeah. And it, so just. Nate Tice was on with Hogan Johnson. Oh, yeah, go back to that. Today, yeah. And I think it's important because they asked Nate Tice what his gut feeling was. Like, when this is all said and done, when these next seven games are done, what is it going to mean for the Chicago Bears? What is it going to mean for Justin Fields? And he said he thinks it's already – he thinks that the Bears have already made up their mind that – They've moved on internally from Justin, and they already know that. Really? Yep. And well, he that doesn't... coincides with what Collinsworth was saying. Listen, Collinsworth ain't some guy. He's an asshole, a pain in the ass. You all can make the comments on how much you hate his broadcast, and I'm with you. He's annoying as shit. He really is. But – he ain't getting this information from nowhere out of his own brain. This was totally shared by the coaching staff in their pre-rehearsal meetings where they go over everything and try to get people to open up. And when you're losing and you got nothing to hang on and a young quarterback's in there, you start talking. You start trying to hype that shit up and try to make your situation sound shittier. And so the... Justin Fields' comments to me were very much in line with what your mate Tice is saying, that they're going to trade him and somehow do this that way. Thank you, hands down, D-level 307. It's the same old BS with the coaches. Same old bullshit. Lil Pa, $5. It's not enough to have people that love the game. Everyone loves the game. You have to have passion for winning and hatred. Right. 100%. What a yeah, great point. What a great 
host there. Not as good as Greg Bragg shouting me out, but second. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's honest. Those are the best players. Oh, I I get it. You think Ray Lewis liked to lose? Like I, I he loved the game of football. I, I'll we'll just use the late great Dick Buckus. God bless his soul. He's not passed on this year. He said, I would play this game for fucking free. I love it so much. That's a, those are the guys you got to tap into. Those are the ones you got to find. Chicago Bears have been lucky in finding some great running backs in their career, great linebackers. Right. We haven't well, found that quarterback. When was the last time Fields won a game? Did he? Well, it'd either be Houston or San Francisco last year, right? right that was was Houston. Yeah, Houston was at home. Yeah, but it was Fields playing. I think he was playing because that was the was not the Shereen game. We and I were at the Detroit game. Yeah, we know he didn't win that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was winning that one. Yeah, yeah, he threw the the pick six and then then came back, but through he actually knocked a fucking. Detroit Lion out. Yeah, in the end zone. Yeah. This is the same coaching staff, guys, that wanted to change Justin Fields into a pocket passer. Just letting you know that. Stephen yes. W., we can't see your comment. I highlighted that one. It's right what underneath. What is that? Like, and oh, okay. I've seen that hey, ABI before. Yeah. Hello, TTNL family. Going to TTNL Swag to get my first piece of swag. What do Let's you re go. recommend? I would go with the yeah. the original. Honestly, I like the slides. I you got like the TNL slides. Yes, I love those. Nice. They're so comfortable. Great. Go for the cheap thing. Thanks, Sheree. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Show me no money, Sheree. <laughs> Bill Wagner, Berlin can go shit in their hats. Here's $20 for some victory New Haven pizzas. Oh. Thank you, Bill. New Haven pizzas for the kids. I told them tonight, listen, one of you scores on defense. Me and Coach Fish are taking the whole team out to uh, Texas Roadhouse. Maybe we could take it to Modern Pizza, Sheree. That sounds go. more. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell them that. It'd Why be not hard. be enough, Why not be be enough parking down there? Exactly. It's a little, a little tight. Parking space. Yep, they down there. I got a voucher for Texas Roadhouse, so they yeah. can use that. So Mo says, "Leader of kids and men." Thank you, Mo. Appreciate yeah. you, Sean Stewart. I'd much rather talk about the Venom than the Bears team. Way to go, DDP and the kids. Thank you, Sean. Sean is Lynn. a great human great being. Great dude. Great job with the kids, Coach James Hunter. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Uh, we did that one. Kevin Carlson, nine ninety nine. It seems like Rick Grimes is a good DC, awful head coach. Gets his scheme doesn't make sense. Keep it simple, man. Run the ball should be an easy identity for this team, and then throwing becomes easier. Run, hey, you're <laughs> preaching to the choir. Yeah, I Let's know not Kevin make it... Carlson. He hates football or doesn't hate. He just doesn't know it. That's yeah. funny. Belichick same... runs a three four defense. I think that was back when we were talking about if he if he comes here. Doesn't That's, matter. Yeah. He can run both. Yeah, he can definitely run run both. 
front. It's just the front. If the Finish. defense finishes top 10, he'll be back. We need an OC, though. Jake, 499. Yeah. If um, the defense finish top 10, I totally disagree. Yeah. I. We'll it's see. not going to matter where the ranking is. It's going to matter where the fucking team is. Ranking. Yeah. Phil. Pill. Palil. Shane. Do you think it's more of an indictment mm -hmm. that they didn't have a guy in the line to replace? They did have a guy in place to replace. You had the you're, – you're, listen, when you hire an offensive – you hire Jim Harbaugh to be your head coach, you hire an offensive coordinator, guess who your true offensive coordinator is? End Jim Harbaugh. Same thing with, with Matt Eberflus. Alan Williams was the defensive coordinator in title. Matt Eberflus was the defensive coordinator overall. That he was the replacement. Totally Always going to be the replacement. So I don't think it's an indictment on them. I really, I really don't. Uh, I think I under, and understand the Bears still need more talent. This roster is not that bad. The team should be winning more. Am I wrong? Offense needs better quarterback play for sure. And the D needs a true three tech. Yeah, they need more talent, 100%. I Listen, if they go out there and they play consistent football and you see a repeat week after week of just a viable coaching staff doing what they should be doing, you can accept that. You can build on that. Things like that are sustainable. But they're up and down and up and down. Oh, we're... We're gonna we're gonna be run heavy this week. Oh, well, Tyson's gonna go out there and throw thirty nine times this week. Oh, we have a team that's gonna be blitzing us seventy five percent of the time. Fuck twelve personnel. We don't need to do that. Let's just get back here and sling it. First play of the fucking game. Justin Fields got folded in half. The first play of the game against, against Minnesota the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. So and they didn't communicate protection at all. None. They just left that left side open. They do that a lot. Yeah. Look Kev at Kevin Carlson. Imagine if Harbaugh was the coach of this Bears team. I bet six wins right now at least. The players need a true leader and someone who is a winner. Yeah, I just think you have to be consistent with your approach, no matter who's at quarterback. And it's there's no consistency there so that we, it, it's not a surprise that the team is wildly inconsistent. We watch the tape obviously here at the network, but also my kids, even in the grade that they are and storage jokes around with me, but, and I told them, I'm like, listen, I asked the kids the other night. I'm like, as a precursor to watching the tape, I go, some of you are going to see yourself on tape and be embarrassed. And I'm going to call you out. And it's not to embarrass you. The fact that you're embarrassed is, is a good thing. Because you recognize maybe you did something wrong or you got to do something better. Now, who's the best team in the NFL? And One kid says the Eagles. Another one says the Chiefs. Another one said the 49ers. Another one said the Broncos. I go, the Broncos? Perfect. Let's use them. The Broncos lost 70 to 20 versus the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Everyone saw Tom Bay and Russell Wilson. They had all the stories written, everything. What did they do? They watched the tape 
They took ownership of it. They made mistakes. They embraced that, and they fucking have turned their season around. They go up to Buffalo, beat the Bills in their home state. This is what the football is all about. You have to have accountability. A head coach that fucking says, I was wrong. I fucked up. This isn't good enough. Sean Payton ain't coming out there. On third downs in the second half, we really did good. You know, we stopped them at a rate of three out of 12. We made them punt. He's not doing that shit. Right. The story is the game. He doesn't need to watch the tape to recognize we didn't play well. And when I go watch the tape, I'll know why. That's what you say. Yeah, so just to make this clear, George, 100% this is the Matt Eberflus. He is directing the game plan of the defense. He And if a call comes in, as a head, Phil will tell you, if a call comes in that Matt Eberflus does not want, and quite honestly, that's offense or defense when you're the head coach. Without a doubt. Nope. <laughs> it's that fucking simple. So, yeah, it's his baby the end Did of the you day. you see the Giants coach fighting on the side? <laughs> it's his team. If right. they're doing things in regards to what, like, what are you doing? That's the call. Like, there's problems there. The head coach is but responsible Carol- for it all. We Carolina. Carolina. They're going away from Frank Reich as the play caller for a couple of weeks. And now, miraculously, Frank Reich's like, this is why I'm in the league. This is what I do. Now they're now they're talking about he's going to start calling plays again. It lasted two weeks. Well, who does that sound? Does that sound like Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor? Absolutely. Absolutely. He could. He could, Mo. He could absolutely blow up. But the thing about it is, is I want to get away from the I, – I, I was here. I'm old enough to remember when it was a given that Mitch Trubisky was going to leave Chicago and he was going to take San Francisco to the Super Bowl. He was going to, Belichick was going to sign him and he was going to keep the train rolling in New England. All of that. And listen, I think Justin Fields is infinitely more talented than Mitch Trubisky can ever think of being. Would it shock me if he went someplace and blew up? It's going to come down. Nate Tice, I thought, was had a home run with the way that he talked about it today. Yeah. Kid is super, super talented. Can it be coached for you to get rid of the ball quicker? Yes, it can be. That can be coached. Can you be consistent with it? week in and week out. And if you can't be, you're going to be wildly erratic in the NFL. It's just the way that it is. Now, I'm a, I'm not out on Justin Fields. I'm not. I've made my statement that I'm not moving off of Justin for Drake May. A lot of people are going to call me crazy. It is what it is. I'll do more work on Drake May 100%. 
But I just think, but, and we we get caught up in that too as fans, as we worried about what's going to happen when they leave. The reality is you don't hang on to something just because you're scared of what it's going to do somewhere else. If it's not working for you, it's not working for you. And that's no indictment right. against Justin. And it's, Hold on. she needs to say that again. Because wait, I just need to hear it. Seriously, <laughs> where where's her music? <laughs> oh, Cherise, I can... Here it is. I don't even know what I said, Phil. <laughs> I'll paraphrase it for you. We as Bears fans need to stop worrying about people leaving and how they're going to do and start worrying about how they do here. Anyway. From Good now, Cherie, honestly, that is so uh, perfect. It in is. every way say who who cares about your ex they're your ex for a reason if you're sitting there going through fucking social media stalking <laughs> them you were the problem there's your there's your answer don't worry about them worry about you worry about you and that's who gives a fuck if he goes somewhere else and is great I mean, good that's for him, awesome. but that's not great awesome. for him. Great for Mitch. Great right. for Cedric Benson at the time. Great for all of these guys that left. Right? I didn't choose to trade. Well, Greg Olson. I didn't choose to trade Thomas Jones. Mm -hmm. Well, listening to Nate Tice today, and like I thought he had a couple great quotes, and the the one that really stuck with me was, listen. End of the day, if you're drafted in the first round at quarterback, you are drafted as a difference maker. And th right. this isn't, I'm not, not saying that Justin's not talented, but the great ones overcome almost everything. And if you want to be a dude, this is what Nate Tice said, go to fucking Detroit, be a dude. Win, be a win because of guy, not a, a win with guy. Because when you're drafted 11th overall, you were drafted to be a win because of guy. It's not going to be because Luke Getzey didn't call the right play. It's not going to be because this guy ran the wrong route. There's things when you're special, you're 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 overcoming things. And Justin Fields to his credit, has overcome a lot. But if you're going to sit here and say that Justin doesn't have some serious warts year three, heading into year four next year that he needs to work on, then you're just being a fanboy that wants him to figure it out. It's going to matter if he actually does figure it out. Can he figure it out? in year four or is this going to become a thing oh we picked up the fifth year option oh you know what it, he's gonna he's gonna next year he's gonna figure it out next year he's gonna figure it out we live that life with jay cutler jay's gonna jay's gonna figure it out next year oh we got this this is gonna help jay oh okay they brought brandon marshall here oh they drafted they drafted um Alshon, 
They they, yep. they got Marty Bennett. Martellus Bennett. Guess what? We we're what five hundred. Is that what I they went were? down that road too? I, Jay Cutler was one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen, and he just couldn't consistently this, play. This I thing, defended though. the guy. You can I can point out a flaw with Justin Fields. It doesn't mean that he's not a good player. It's is it going to be sustainable moving forward? Is he going to be a win because of guy? And that's really that's, what it comes down to. It's the great point. It's <laughs> it's the position and above itself. It's the hardest position in all of professional sports. It's not even close to be able to. There's been moments to Shane's point, even when we were in that stadium watching the Detroit game, if you all remember, just his ability to, to extend a play, make a play. And then in the same game, he's throwing the worst interception known to man and on a screen. Just take it and throw it into the nickel seats and live to play another. Nope, did the, the ultimate thing you can't do. So there's moments in games, especially in the game. Exactly. There you go, Ryan. There's moments in games where players are going to be able to stand up and make these plays that are so outstanding. It, move, it might not move the meter for most, but situationally, Somebody at one of the kids asked me, when was the last time Justin Fields under the two minute warning drove you down to win a football game? I couldn't answer him. Don't could, remember him doing it. It could have been Pittsburgh. Or not oh, Pittsburgh, the commander last year. Yeah. Against Mooney. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't happen. So right. I can't well, remember. It. I think it's bullet. Let me bring up bullets. Bullets said son. Well, he was talking about my, you know, it's hard to accept right here. Oh, I think we're both clicking on it at the same time. I'm not, my bad. I'm not clicking. Me and Sheree are going crazy. <laughs> it's so hard to accept that, Shane, when he's had Nagy, Eberflus, and Getzi. But Bullets, my counterpoint to that would be, even with all of those guys, whose fault is it when you are staring down a wide receiver and you don't throw him the ball or you hold the ball for 6.9 seconds and you dislocate your thumb because you won't even throw the ball out of bounds. Whose fault is that? That's not Matt Nagy's fault. That's not Matt Eberflus's fault. That is not Luke Getze's fault. That is 100% on Justin Fields, and that has been Justin Fields' Kryptonite. biggest issue. Kryptonite. Going back to Ohio State. Ohio State, you can survive that way nfl open and college open are two completely different worlds and super talented you have to get rid of the football how many times and again please don't take this in the comments and saying that i'm saying that tyson bajant is better than justin fields i'm not how many times has tyson bajant been sacked as quarterback of the chicago bears in his four starts Four hey. times. Really? Four times. Didn't know that's that. Four he times. Fumbled. He fumbled on a strip sack. I remember. Yeah, we got folded with fucking Cody White here. Justin got, Fields at off. quarterback for the Chicago Bears in his time mm -hmm. is sacked 14% of the time. And I believe it's 30. I believe it's like number one in the NFL. You have to get rid of the football. 
Don't have to complete the pass. See, that's not even a stat. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's honestly a fact. When you get into a percentage of how many times you're getting sacked. Yeah, right here. George has got it. The sack, the, the, the sack rate stat. Tyson is number one in the NFL. Again, it's a small sample size, but it is four games. Justin is 32 of 33 for sack rate. You're going to see it this week. You're going to see it the next two weeks. Tyson hasn't faced teams that Justin is. 100% valid. I get it. They're not on the same level. But he's also a Division II quarterback. He's also an undrafted rookie from Division II. You have to get rid of the ball. right? There's the numbers. 3.4% for Tyson and Justin's 12 point. I actually thought it was like 14 for Justin was one of the numbers that I had seen. But either way, it's bad. That number's got to be under 10. It's tough to combat that when you get to the point where you're watching the tape and there are open receivers or checkdowns that he refuses, he being Justin, to take or see. And that happens to every quarterback, all of them, all of them. And it's really an understanding of what it is that you are trying to accomplish. So it, it becomes an arm wrestling match, and for some people, a fantasy football stat match of over unders and all this stuff of what somebody's able and capable of doing but when you know what your outlets are and you know the route concepts versus the coverages and where you're going to attack then the timing of the play the execution of the play all of it stems on you right making the decision this is quickly. a great point to to justin he hasn't had a good defense in his time in Chicago, they're they're showing signs. So again, this is what I'm saying. You want to make you want to make a dent. Go up to Detroit, play a hell of a game. I just we we can't see the same issues. And I issues. Some, you, you somebody have. in the chat. I said, say, well, how I many? How many? Just real quick. How many pass? I, I forget who it was. Somebody had in there. How many passes over 15 yards did Tyson Bajant have? That it. Listen. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Last time I checked, Joe Montana, oh, in the West Coast offense, how many throws did he throw? That shit didn't matter. We were moving the chains. We're going down. We're getting in the red zone. We're scoring. We're going to go down again and score. Don't throw this air ball yards and all of this bullshit. Like, come on, move the chain. Make the completions. Just get – listen, it's not – Nobody here hates Justin. We all want Justin to thrive. But as a fan, you have to you have to get past having a, a per, just a personal preference. We lived this with Mitch. So many people you're going to rue the day when Mitch is gone. What's Mitch done since then? Nothing. He went to Buffalo. Then he went to Pittsburgh. Guess what? He'll be someplace else next year. Justin's a better quarterback. He's going to get his shot. He's probably going to end up in Atlanta. I'm sure a team like Seattle's going to look at him. I get it. He's still got warts. You still – I don't give a shit if you're in Atlanta. If you're in Seattle, 
if you're in San Francisco, wherever you are, you have to get rid of the football. You have to. Make good decisions. Trust your receivers that are going to make plays and get rid of the football. How do you find out if you have a franchise quarterback if you just run the ball? When we say that, it's not you just run the ball. This isn't a video game or Madden. This is the running the ball is the identity of what you're doing. It's the bottom of the sauce. It's the olive oil, onion, and garlic, right? Everything else is the tomato and the fucking basil and the things that you're putting in your sauce. So running is the whole identity to get to the point where action and pockets and fear that you're going to pound them takes over and they're getting out of their lanes. Their passing windows are opening up and receivers in a, in a league that we talk about inches and seconds. If you're a false step away, that's wide open in the NFL. That's what running the ball. And how do you find a franchise? You start throwing the ball on time accurately and making great decisions off of running the ball. That's how you find out if you have a franchise quarterback. And when people downgrade a guy, oh, he's a point guard. He's a he's he's a game manager, one of those. Give me a game manager. We were sitting there, all of us talking shit about Kirk Cousins. And, you know, you look at some of Kirk Cousins' statistics and everything. He's consistently good at making the right decision. Whether they won the big games or not, I would take that. Consistently. Contender. Exactly. You so, never know what's going to happen. Real quick, I uh, just was shared. Actually, this is from Cars. Um, and this is from Albert Breer. Uh, he was on Twitter answering questions. And Nathan, a guy on Twitter, asks Albert Breer, what are the chances that the Chicago Bears will move off Eberflus at the end of the season? If so, would Jim Harbaugh be a potential candidate? This is Breer's answer. Nate, I'd say the chances that the Bears president, Kevin Warren, wants to remake the football operation and maybe be more intimately involved in it after the season are very strong. So I think it would probably take a late season surge from the team to get Matt Eberflus a third season in Chicago. I that's Albert Breer's a guy that's connected. I I wouldn't dismiss that. So that's that's a positive if you are a team launch this fucker into the sun. That's what I am. Is that a t-shirt? Alex, <laughs> that Tristan Abner, baby. <laughs> Tristan Abner. <laughs> I think of Alex doing the fucking John Gruden voice on that clip. I hope he's still in there, the chat. I miss Alex Acevedo and his double earrings. <laughs> two hoops. Two scoops of raisin. Listen, the reality of this franchise is 
the one thing you could say about this franchise is every week there's always an unknown. Who the fuck are the Bears? So the, it's actually continues, Phil. There's even more here that I think there's you'll be more. Yeah, so Breer goes on. He says, if Eberflus is gone, the Bears would be out of their minds to not at least explore Jim Harbaugh, who's built a distinctive style of team everywhere he's been. His groups at Stanford look like his groups at San Francisco that look like his groups at Michigan and was wildly successful in his four years running the Niners. Whether he'd mesh with Warren is the only real question. Warren was at odds with the Big Ten coaches in mass three years ago, and as the conference commissioner, he tried to cancel the football season. But I do think there'd be a match there. There you go. That's what I like to see. Launch this fucker into the sun. <laughs> Shane says. Just That's a t-shirt. Eberflus, That's a yeah. t-shirt. Put Eberflus, his face with the L tooth. The L in the tooth. The gap. <laughs> the gap L for losing. Um, That's good. That, that's where I would stand on it. Carrie Franklin, $10. Thank you. I hope the Bears come out and shock the NFL with a 26-12 win. Justin oh, yeah. Fields rocking Getsy's play calling and the Bears go on a roll. You know, it's a pipe dream. But still hoping. Time <laughs> will tell. You hold Detroit to twelve points in Detroit. I think you're doing you're doing something real good. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> this next request and dedication goes out to Carrie Franklin. Carrie writes, "Dear Chicago Bears." <laughs> We've waited a long time for your coach. Can we play that song by Phil Collins? What is it? In the air tonight? That was Jim Miller's favorite pregame song. Was it? Yes, it was. What if I called Jim Miller live on the air? Will he pick up? And say, hey, you remember my buddy Shane that you blocked on Twitter for Twitter? no reason at all? <laughs> Jim, is this you? Former friend. We were friends, Jim. What happened? Same thing that happened. I'm not stalking Jim's social media. Same same thing that happened with Deshaun Watson. Who? Deshaun Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Just an inside joke, guys. $250 million guaranteed. He's out again for this season. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Carrie Franklin writes, Dear Phil, when the. (laughs) I was joking about Casey Kasem, right? At a restaurant the other night. I get in the car. I swear on everything. I get in the car in Connecticut, this radio station, uh, 96.5 WTICFM. All of a sudden, they're playing like Casey Kasem throwback on the radio. It fucking bugged me out. Like, I didn't hear it. It just was on. And the request and dedicate, I just lived for that as a kid. Yeah. Casey's top 40. 
It was every Saturday morning, man. Yeah. Phil, when the Venom win on Sunday set up the pizza fund, and this TTNM member will gladly contribute to those kids. Go Venom. Aww. Bro, I, I guess we're going to modern a pizza. Take a picture outside. Will they be able to fit 28 kids? I don't know. What do you they, think, Shane? You've been there. It's tight. Oh, it's tight. Yeah. We barely opened up the doors to the minivan to get out there. We were, I was actually surprised. Phil impressed me. We we were down in that little tiny ass park lot. I'm like, look at this motherfucker's backing in, even. I'm backing yeah. in. <laughs> I was backing in with remember, my fucking transmission was going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We fit every motherfucker in that we van. We went to lunch that day. Phil's like, is this normal? I'm like, nope, that's definitely not normal. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm like, oh, my God. Then it was the worst mistake of my life listening to Greg and Shane tell me to go finance finance a, another car. Do, do that. Then Steph, like, daily, not weekly, daily would be miss my minivan so much every day and then i got her a subaru do you need, I thought do you need a transmission is that a requirement <laughs> then i got her a subaru then i got her the <laughs> santa fe and now finally sheree i've never seen steph so happy i love my santa fe with the fifth four, third row seating there you go Thank you, Carrie Franklin. I'll, I'll take you up on it, Carrie. I will lay. I'll be in such a. I don't think I'll be happier to watch a Chicago Bears game after Sunday if we win than I will be this Sunday. Question, Phil: If Chicago was going to hire you as a Bears coach under the circumstances, they said you can't be as maniacal and emotional while you coach. If you took it, would it affect your? I wouldn't take that. Yeah, if they said you can't be you, it can't then be, you'd be me. I can't be your head coach. Exactly. Like I would never take if that was my which it would be my dream job. Like even working with the McCaskies, there'd have to be some clear-cut understanding of what it was and it would be my dream to turn around that franchise. No doubt being totally transparent, I would take on that job, but if they ever said that I would turn down money and the dream job because it wouldn't be me. And I can't coach without being me. That's why I always say the team is a reflection of the head coach. And that's why the Chicago Bears have been stuck in reverse uh, for so long. Pat McShay, $9.99. Thank you, Pat. Have we asked Tom Thayer to come on the show? Actually, we did on the plane. Also, if Fields goes <laughs> four and three for the remainder of the season, do you think the Bears will bring him back? Listen, so this is what we need to address. We did ask Tom Thayer. Tom yeah. Thayer said yes. Tom Thayer, we haven't seen Tom Thayer yet. Well, I can talk to Zorich to talk to his former yeah. teammates. He's very busy out. during the season. We'll We'll catch up to him when he's yeah. in. Hawaii and his Hawaii, off yeah, with the waves to. in the background. Yeah, yes. He loves to he loves to surf. But listen, so 
the core I've fallen into this too. The, the, the quarterback wins thing and Justin goes four and three. Justin needs to go out there and make plays and be consistent and get rid of the football. Mm-hmm. You can see strides. You can see major strides in Justin Fields as a quarterback and the Bears still not win. You know what I mean? The, the defense gets beat. We, we've seen that. I don't think that there's a win-loss number on it. There shouldn't be. Now, you want to win just as many as you can, but it can't just be Justin needs to go out there and, and go four and three. It's all about, to me, it's it's when you're reviewing the tape, when you pop mm-hmm. it in and you wide receivers open and the ball is there. DJ Moore, oh, there he is. Boom. Darnell Mooney, boom. Cole Komet, boom. Oh, here's a check down to Deontay Foreman. Boom. He made it. Not taking sacks. That's what I need to see more so than than the you want to see consistency from him. Rip the ball when there's a guy open. Rip it and rip it. Yeah. Don't we always but say I get that? your I get I get your point. It's Let's do this real quick before mm-hmm. we move off of this question. Cherie, not based on your feelings on Justin Fields, not based on your feelings of the Chicago Bears. You have $10,000 of TTNL bucks to push to the middle of the table, and you have to bet. Jim Justin Fields, the quarterback of the 2024 Chicago Bears, or is he not? Wow. I'm thinking, I'm saying what I think the Bears are going to do. Not what you want, what you think the Chicago Bears are going to do. You have 10K, you're pushing it to the middle of the table, and you're saying, is he going to be the QB in 2024 of the Bears, or is he not going to be the quarterback? He will be here in 2024. He will not be here. He's gone. Yeah. Phil? I we get you a step stool. You push the ten k to the middle of the table. Let me get my music, my rant music. Listen, Shane, Cherie, that there will be a move off of Justin Fields. Yeah, money is gone. That's my gut too. It is. All three of us are in. That's that's my gut. And I that's just that's what I think that the Bears and Ryan Poles are gonna do. And I I just think that that's that's what it is. Do I have to agree with it overall? To me, it matters who you're bringing who you're bringing in, clearly. But I think that they're I I feel like they're moving. Off of yeah, I think the Chris Collinsworth stuff. Now, if they go out there and draft Daniels from LSU, I'm going to have a big fucking problem with it. I'm not they, smart. If they go out there and and <laughs> I like JJ McCarthy, but if they go out there and bring in Ben Johnson and and bring they draft JJ McCarthy number four overall. I'm going to have a fucking problem with it. (laughs) Moving off of Justin for that. So it's going to be interesting, but if I'm thinking what the Bears are going to do, I think that they're going to move off of him. 
I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. Hurt you to, to say it, but remove personal feelings from it all. And that's that's what I think it's going to – I'm looking – This is – Clintonio remember he's going to be here. We are betting on the Chicago Bears decision, not what we think. I would stay the course based on moving on from a coach. Mike Dick is mustached, $1.99. Thank you. Let's get the W bear down. That's what the hope is. Hope is that, but I don't see uh, the Chicago Bears. I just don't know what they're going to do. I, I really don't. I do think they're going to move on from fields, though. I don't know what they're going to do at coach. I hate this if there's a miraculous turnaround. Wouldn't, wouldn't the quarterback be a part of the miraculous turnaround? Right. You'd have to be, right? And then you'd move off of him. It's so – this guy is not the coach. Let's just be honest. I the agree. Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders fired their fucking coach. That intern coach that's never been a head coach, but he was a coach in high school. And I always tell people, high school coaches are way better. Coach, half of these NFL guys are shoe salesmen. Hi, no command a room, be a coach, preach, teach, understand fundamentals, execution. Everyone keeps asking this question that Coach Dre is talking about. I haven't seen it. I will tell you, Dre, I love Coach Dre. It's my guy. I haven't seen the film. Yeah, it, it did. The, there's a, a clip. But Sunday, I will tell you whether or not. But, Phil, you know, as a, you, as, you know as a, a coach and guys, both of us, when we're looking at tape, you're going to revert to what you're comfortable with. Now, his his drop back was noticeably faster in the clip from this week. That was <laughs> one. That was one clip. Yeah, one clip. Is it going to be sustainable? Is it going to be sustainable when you're they're blitzing you? When you have another team that's knows that they can't touch you co coming at you. We'll see. You're going to revert. It's been slow. Clearly slow, his drop back. And that, that's a big part of it. If your drop back is slow and you're slow delivering the ball, that's a big fucking problem. That's a recipe for disaster. That's why your sack rate is so high. 32 out of 33 qualifying quarterbacks. Our old friend, bro. Where has he been? My boy Zach. Oh wow, Sully. Uh, this team should win five of seven down the stretch. Who should you, who should you lose to? Goff twice, Dobbs, PJ Walker, Murray, Heineke, Love. Fields needs to stack wins on these guys. Well, it's a team sport. Yeah, and Fields doesn't play defense. Fields needs to win. 
Fields needs to drop back fast. He needs make decisions fast, run fast, score fast, yep. and be consistent. Right? I don't give a fuck how fast you drop back. I care about how fast you decide where you're going with the football and you do it accurately, right? Confidently. Yeah, and our guy here did because Eric Eric Kramer was on with um, Under Center podcast with our guy Kenneth Davis. And talking mm-hmm. about it, and he 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 said the Bears' biggest mistake that they made was not trading Justin Fields before the trade deadline. Really? Yeah, because he said that's when he felt like there was more value there for them then. Um, but he 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 said that they need to fight. Getzy is not the guy. He he understood if they brought Eberflus back, moved off of Getzy. But he said his he's like, if you if I have the number one pick, he's like, I'm trading down. I'm going to accumulate assets. I'll find a quarterback when I find a quarterback, when I know he he's not a believer in Caleb Williams or in Drake May. He said today, really, he's he likes what he's seen in Tyson Beja. Is any is everything perfect? He's like, he's 100 percent going to be on on the roster. And which that's a hundred percent true, but he I said agree. he's he said that he would be in asset accumulation mode and try to build up the team, kind of like the Detroit model. You know what I mean? Everybody, oh, they're going to go quarterback, they're going to go quarterback, and they just they kept on drafting, they kept on you know, supplementing the 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 defensive line and the offensive line, offensive and, tackle, pass yeah. rusher. But yeah, he 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 was not complimentary of of Justin Fields at all. He thought he saw a switch go on last year for him, but he said it wasn't it wasn't sustained. He didn't bring it forward into this season, and he's just he's he's off of Justin, and he's also not taking a quarterback. He's like maybe the Bears will think different but he goes i'm just i'm just saying for me he's like i would i would trade down i would be focused on bringing in a left tackle here because he's like on a good team if you get you have your bookends at offensive line he's like braxton jones is a very there's nothing wrong with braxton jones as a swing tackle in the nfl he's like that's a that's a good thing that means you have a good offensive line but that was that was not your starter I agree with everything he said. I don't know if I would have traded Justin Fields at the trade deadline, but yeah, I just I strike when the fire comes. You have to you have to play the you have to play the game a little bit. And I mean if you let's just say you trade him and you don't get the number one or the number two pick, you 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 got some you got some splaining to do. Cause are you gonna rely on JJ on Michael Penix. I love JJ. Penix is good. Daniels is. I like these guys. I like JJ too. But again, I can't. I can't sit. You know, he he's sub two hundred pounds. Did you know that? Caleb? No. JJ. Hundred. Yeah, my dad. My dad loves JJ. Yeah, he likes him a lot. Yeah, and I was like, he's a little thin. Yeah, he's definitely got tough as. Freaking on. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm a I, fan. I, I I like him too. I love the player, but it's I can't sit here and say that I was worried about worried about Bryce Young and and frame and not bring that up. I mean, I'm just but I'm a I'm a JJ fan 100%. Um Kevin Carlson is back 1999 and tonight we're going to party like it's 19 I just want to see a game where it all makes sense on offense. Good game plan that can adjust if needed. Good personnel use. Use your best players. No trick plays up your sleeves. Fucking Rick Grimes walking dead ass. Coach Bears win. <laughs> yes. Thanks for quoting me there. He does look like him as a zombie. I appreciate Kevin Carlson. Thank you, Thomas. Jenna, uh, my, the kid's question was right. I hasn't happened. Let's see it happen. Corn Planter, please play bold predictions to, tonight before making predictions. I think we can handle that tonight, Shane. Yeah. For Corn. <clears throat> also, Corn Planter wants to say hi to you, Cherie. And he writes... Dear Cherie, <laughs> I hope your next speeding day, please. <laughs> Where does he want to plant that corn, Cherie? That's what we need to find out. Oh How many wins does Justin Fields need to pull off for them? To Justin needs to play them? consistent winning football. If Justin Fields is out there playing consistent winning football dropping back fast throwing great passes and they still lose because their defense failed on third fourth down or third down 16 times the deep in cut and justin fields playing good is superseding those victories and losses especially on this network this isn't J-Lo. Don't be fooled by the wins that I got. We're not going to do that. We just want to see great quarterback play. Make good decisions. Good things will happen. The defense also plays, by the way. And although they've improved, who did they play, Shane, last week? The Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, guys. Carolina yeah, you're not. And I'm not imitating Greg. I'm just imitating a nerd, but I'm losing my voice. I'm a CHGO superstar. <laughs> Con bitches doesn't give a fuck what Eric Kramer thinks. Yeah. He also said that J.J. McCarthy isn't an NFL quarterback. So what would he know about modern NFL? Yeah. I don't know. Your I mean, con bitches, your comments. Right yeah. There. My guess, con bitch, would be he knows a hell of a lot more than you do about NFL football. <laughs> and me. Specifically quarterback play. Yeah. Oh, my God. Harry Kramer knows modern NFL, bro. Calm the fuck. Calm your bitches down, bro. Calm it down. Sunday, 10 a.m., Daniel, we're going to try to get it live stream live for everybody, as long as Jackal wakes up. Did Claudio write why he's not here tonight? 
I have not heard. No from one's him. heard from him. No, oh, we no. need to check in on him. He might have said something last week. I don't know. It was his? I can't remember. Chris Brown writes, "Dear Claudio, <laughs> I need that music in the background. <laughs> the Casey Case of music would be fun." <laughs> Hands down, guys. Well, actually, he said that he was not comfortable with the glove. He tried I always glove wore one left glove when yeah. I played in the cold, mm-hmm. and I liked it like that. So I wonder what he would do. I think Kramer played with a left-hand glove, too. But what is what it just think. Exactly. So let's get the auction underway on the first cow here. Uh, who's got 55? Uh, 55, 55, 55, 55, 55, give it all I Next got. play. Pass. 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 There was no you rhyme or reason. just drove down the field. Mr. Montgomery breaks a huge run. If he scores on the run, you don't got to worry. But you do got to worry because he gets tackled at the freaking 15. There was no rhyme or Next play, shotgun. What's your prediction? The old line is playing shitty. What's the skinny? No identity. If Nagy can't find it, there's a secret with the enemy. Red zone opportunity. Once again, they gotta settle for three. The reality of coaching when the defense has to carry the team. Prediction. What you think would happen versus what does. A light year from the Super Bowl and now we're losing buzz. Nagy has no answers, just predictions that don't change. The segment is the truth. Give it by the guys and feel ashamed. Still spelled wrong. Claudio told us last week, guys, that the parents were coming back from Italy tonight. Uh, Oh, he did did say that. That's why. Jesus. He could have reminded us, right? Could have. Could have, so, right? Man, I fucking I fucked up, but for sure. Okay. So, man, I fucking I fucked up, but for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the jackal, okay. The jackal, okay. Sharif. Audio's coming to the Super Bowl, he says, Shane. Yeah. Breaking well, news. He can be the play by play guy. As, as Jackal live streams it. Some little fucker just fumbled the football. <laughs> Jackal, did you get that? <laughs> oh, my God. The the pressure mounts. So Sage bold. Park, 10 a.m. Bold, bold predictions, predictions, though. Sheree. Do you want <sighs> your theme music? Can you say, play my theme music? <laughs> I can't say how you say it. I was trying to imitate whoever says that, and I drop. Is that give me my theme music? And then it comes like 
You know what song this is, Sheree? A cool Kennedy original. Should We're know, all popping our heads. Thinking Gary Williams. Does that give you That's a... Right. I hope there's no. hope. Oh! Come on, Sheree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Sheree's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's hope. Don't we have the Gary drop? I'm in the... We're having fun. There it is. Let's see if I can time it. Yes, I love us. There's hope, guys. There's, There's hope. Hope. Sheree had the stone Sheree. face on the I love balls drop. There. Yeah, she did. She was. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the chat. Oh. <laughs> I like how Sheree says certain words like yeah. chat, chat, chat. Oh I say chat. It draws those A's out. Yeah, like, chat. Yeah, pinky chat. <laughs> cool Kennedy is the man. He is He's the man. All right, let's audio giving thumbs up about live streaming chain. Nice. So we're, we're good to go. Stepping up, Jack. You're gonna have to shut down that stream. I heard somebody's got a milk can for sale over there for thirty-five bucks. I'm gonna go pick that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got, Sheree? Bold prediction here. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go against the grain. Why everybody predicting that Demo is gonna have his breakout game? My bold prediction is the Bears hold him to 75 rushing yards. Oh, under 80. Wow. Yep. Under 80. Does he score? He had almost that in one carry last week. <laughs> this is my bold prediction, okay? Give her time. All right. Uh, yeah, score. He, he, he'll score a touchdown, but after he scored, they're going to pull a slash naggy and pull him out. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think oh, they'll boy. do that. I don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's Do you have a final happen. score? Um, Yes. Lions 42-17. Oof. 42-17. ass whooping. Yeah, the Lions really? going to drop 40 on us. I'm sorry, guys. Flus come out in the post-game press. And you know, we, hey, you know, as a team, we were really expecting to give up 50. We didn't, so we're, we're happy with that. <laughs> you know? We didn't get the 50 burger. Guys held him to 42. Nice. <laughs> Go's oh reaction God. says it all. Dang. Dang. Say, dang, bro. Sheree. You drag that A out and that, Sheree. Dang. <laughs> no, I don't say. I'm not going to say it. No, y'all right. keep me in too my much, country playing too much, too much pressure. Too. Under pressure. What is the. There's a comedian, this white kid. He was on this what was this show on mtv snap or whatever oh the one you and i were talking yeah about? Yeah, yeah he's got a neck he was on that the nick cannon nick cannon oh wild and out um what's this dude he was a kid he Mikey had day? 
He has some no. crazy ass teeth. Now he's got his teeth fixed, and he's what's his name? Kicking ass as a kid. Ah? Only white boy I know off for Wild and Out and ah? He's on Saturday Night Live now. No, no, not him. Not that white boy. Yeah. The other one. Okay. <laughs> Corn, Corn Planners got it. George Carlin, yeah. Yeah, George Carlin. Yeah. We play you bold predictions. Yeah, Matt right. Yeah, there, there it, is. it is. Zane got it. Zane, get Zane a t-shirt oh, out today. Oh, Matt Rife. I have heard Matt Rife, yeah. I guess, has a Netflix. I've been talking about this guy. Like, I, this fucking dude authentically goes after the crowd and talks to it. It's really good. Isn't you know? he supposed to be like this pretty, he's considered like this really pretty boy. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. But if you yeah. look at him back in Wild Out, he had some crazy ass. He fixed his teeth. Yeah, he got his teeth fixed. <laughs> uh, the dude, check him out. I'm going to check out the, I, I've been following this guy because he's, he's given me some laughs over the last few months because I've needed it. Yeah, check it. It just popped up on my. He's famous for hitting on moms and daughters and everybody yeah, in the funny in the crowd. He got this one girl, Cherie. She was one of those, you know, one of those. She knew it all. He's like, so who you with tonight? Oh, and she was being a bitch. One of those, yeah, no, yeah, I know one you. of those. And she, he goes, who you with tonight? She's like, I'm by myself. And he goes, you don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Right off to everybody. And she's going back. She won't stop. And he just kept, uh, check him out. People like that. Matt Reif. I get nothing out of this, but I believe that it's worth some time. We got to get Zane some swag, bro. What was was your comment earlier for that t-shirt, Shane? I don't even remember. About getting floosed the fuck out of here. What was it? I can't remember what it was. It said something about launching him into the sun, but it wasn't Launch that. him into the fucking, what was it? Yeah. Who remembers? Where's Ryan Cox when you fucking need him? He's, remembers every shitty thing I've The guy's said. been sick. Him and his son, Marshall, have been really? sick. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, stomach oh, bug coming through the Dude, the don't even fuck around. Yeah. I had that dream that I got that stomach bug before the big weekend. Yeah. What would you do? I'd have to fucking suffer through it. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Ignoring it. Walter yeah. Payton had 275 yards. You gotta put the adult diapers on Ooh. and go fucking coach football, bro. That's what you gotta do. What are they called again? Yeah, Claudio, <laughs> Claudio, your job just changed, bro. Get a mop bucket and follow me around. <laughs> Live stream this shit, Jack. change. Oh, shit. So that leaves me. Well, I think that the Bears are lo- my prediction I didn't that I made the other either. day. Bears yeah. are going to lose 33 to 16. 33. And, yeah. 16. And I happen to think that Demo is going to go. Free. I think he's going to have three touchdowns. I um, think uh, that's the way that I think that they're going to coach. And I think, listen, he's they they put that video back out there. They said, "Who are you looking for?" When they had their schedule release, who are you looking forward to playing this year? And he he 
grabbed the Chicago Bear thing and was waving it up there. So they they replayed that the re, the revenge game. Oh, they did it. Yeah. You, if you don't think this dude is thinking about this game, you have another thing coming to you. You really do. Team launched this fucker into the sun. Yeah. Exactly. Listen. My bold prediction. That's not my bold prediction. The three demo. Oh, I thought yeah. you had the three touchdowns was your bold. Demo. No, I'm not going to do a bold prediction Damn. for a Detroit player. Okay. Fuck out of here, Demo. You and your fucking braces. Go to Detroit, bro. Listen, he's like rife fixing his teeth, man. Get some fucking Invisalign, bro. Jesus. It's the NFL sponsored Invisalign. Right. Did you see right. that commercial? Yeah. With the girl and she. I had Invisalign. I was an Invisalign guy. You were? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I never. I had it. Invisalign in 20. What? 10. That long ago? Yeah. I was the adult. He got a second Dude. mortgage for it at that time. Oh, the shit wasn't cheap. I think it was like three grand just for the top. For the exactly. top. Exactly. Some old bullshit. I go. It works though, bro. It fucking works. Yeah. Listen, I had braces, Sheree. I wonder if I could find some old brace pick. I think in that school pick, I also had that zit. I go, Mom, what is this? I got braces and a whole zit right here. Nice. That's funny. I won't be afraid to share that pick. Yeah. So real quick, I'll I'll share this story about my son. Sure, you'll appreciate this. I think Phil knows. We go to... During the football season, we go to breakfast every Sunday. Riley and I do. So we're sitting there and we're in this diner and just chilling out and <laughs> look over. And there's this one section in the diner that we go to where it's like all like pastries and you can, you know, custom order and all this shit. Well, there's a father and daughter there straight around Riley's age and she's acting up. And finally, the father's like, Jesus, he grabs her and he's like, calm down we're in public can you please calm down everybody's watching and she didn't take very kindly to that so as soon as the dad was putting in his order again she started right back in while the waitress handed him his order and he fucking turned around and he grabbed both of her shoulders and threw the money down on the counter (laughs) storms out of the fucking diner out of fucking nowhere my 12 year old son (laughs) <laughs> fucking goes well she's obviously having her period <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to say <laughs> oh, people are fucking oh people around us are fucking sweating they're laughing so fuck he just said it so organically and out of the fucking blue if you know Riley that's not Riley's not like daddy when it comes to that shit spurting shit out I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So that, that happened. the other day when Shane told me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. Like, dude, he did. I go, come. Yeah. Shane goes, where did you learn that? Yeah, where did you learn that? He goes, I'm in seventh grade, grade bro. <laughs> bro. Bro, yeah, bro, bro, bro. Yeah. I'm in seventh grade, bro. Uh, oh my like, god! Maybe that's, 
Maybe that's mommy's problem. Maybe we can Google that. <laughs> but anyways, what is my bold prediction for the Bears? Mm-hmm. My bold prediction is going to be Montez Sweat has two sacks. One of them, a strip sack. Nice. Yeah. Strip sack, he says. That's very bold against Detroit. Exactly. He didn't say, you said sack, not stat, right? Sack. You know how I feel about stats. Really, stats are for losers. A weird fuck off our screen. He can't. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my God. What I wouldn't give to see the Angelo drop of when he says, it, You know, it's cold out here, guys, right? I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. For I you. have that. <laughs> Sharif's oh not God. happy. I was thinking about it, it's like, Oh my God. I love that. Strip sack. Do they scoop score it too? Uh, no. No, we're only scoring 16, so. No. <laughs> Do we miss the extra point and score two touchdowns? I don't know, Phil. Let's not Three? get into semantics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. My prediction, according to Casey Kasem, is the Chicago Bears lose. That's it. That's not that bold. That that ain't bold. That definitely ain't bold. My prediction, my bold prediction, is they fire Eberflus right after the game. Oh, Oh, we know that's not happening. That ain't happening. Here's my prediction: the Bears lose. Let me. I'm gonna visualize it. If it comes to fruition, and you bet on my prediction, you owe me just five percent. Whatever you win, five. I'm gonna say. 32 13 Detroit. That's what I saw when I closed my eyes. 32 13. How many touchdowns for David Montgomery has four touchdowns. I could see it. Four touchdowns for David Montgomery. What's that? Okay, so he basically scored all of their points. Scored all their points. In fact, so they're gonna have two. They're gonna have two. They're gonna have two safeties. and he runs out of bounds at the three, just so David could get that up touch. That's how much I believe David Montgomery is an influence on that locker room over there. There you go. Are you for fucking real, Zach? I'm not sure if you're just trying to be fucking funny, but. Oh, he might be just being Yeah, I hope you're being funny, bro, because that's pretty fucked up. I actually miss Bratcher a lot. Yeah, we've... I'm actually happy for him. He's found love. Yeah, let's hope that that's just somebody trying to be funny. As long as he's happy, I'm happy. Thomas Jones will never leave us, Shane, because we keep Cherie happy. As long as she's happy... My father, on the other hand, you shit in your hat and get the hell off the field. That's what he would say to Sullivan. If you were parading 
We're going to shut Montgomery down because we shut down better running backs. I hope so. <laughs> it's subtle way to take a shot at David Montgomery. Good. That his name is still on the show every week. And he still does stuff mm-hmm. for us. So I say if Bratcher's not upset with us, I guess nobody else should be if that's if that's real. <laughs> then let me do what I hire to do. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. He'll be back. I'm gonna reach out to next week, Bratcher. Get you back. Get him back. Listen, it's 11 o'clock East. Done a two hour and 30 minute show. We brought hope. We brought passion and pride. Carrie Franklin's throwing. Did he ask this already? Shane, do you think Bajan's play puts extra pressure on Justin Fields? Yes. I keep him in 2024. Oh, you have. He's under contract for three years. Yeah, he's 100% shown that he can be a viable option at quarterback. I mean, as a backup quarterback and you still try to groom him 100%. I don't I don't think Tyson Bajan's play did anything to, to Justin. I just think under the circumstances, when you're talking – Everybody's like, oh, we should be. Listen, it's your thumb on your throwing hand. Kind of important. You know what I mean? So I think that that's what it came down to more so than anything is he wanted to make sure that everything was stable there when he came back. I don't think Tyson Bajant played into it at all. That's my thought process. Do you think it did, Phil? Tyson Bajant's play? Played into what? Into, you know, putting pressure on Justin to to come back. No, at first I did. After that first game, I felt like, oh, he's going to be motivated to get back because I had heard the stories about him having some issues early with some things, obviously, that have come out with Collinsworth. We'll just say that. So, but I always say... If you're not competing for the position, then why are you even playing? So every backup quarterback, every player should be going out there. Tyson Bajan has shown a hell of a lot of good things, more good than bad. But I don't think it's motivated Justin Fields to get better. I think Justin Fields, the competitor, wants to go out there and play great football. And he wants to shove it in some of these people that are in the organization's face on top of it. And that's okay. I would be the same thing. I would want to do the same thing. But it wouldn't start there. That would be one of the positives at the end. Who goes into anything and wants to lose? A loser. Yeah, I don't agree with that, Cam, at all. I think he's been one of your best defenders all year long. He's been a good, I mean, he's had some moments that get highlighted. Like, but what are you doing putting him on a wide receiver? Oh, that's, yeah. And that's not the strength of TJ Edwards, but I I don't think major disappointment fits TJ Edwards' play on the season. I don't. I mean, 
I, I think you can. I think you can throw Tremaine Edmonds. I don't think has lived up to the hype. I mean, even that I I was always a fan of Tremaine Edmonds, but um, I don't think if if you want to hold a, a linebacker accountable, I would I would more so put the spotlight on Tremaine Edmonds before I put it on T.J. Edwards. I would totally agree with that. But also, Edward Edmonds has been injured here, so there's yeah. an excuse there. Listen, this team hasn't been very well coached to begin with. Mar- uh, Montez Sweat has been way more of an impact than people believe when you actually watch tape. And that's really what a offensive line co- relies on cohesiveness. So does a defensive line. Need outside pressure to help inside pressure and vice versa. So Edmonds also needed some help on the interior as well to help him. So we'll see. Is there an update with Nate Davis? He's back. He's a full participant. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's so what are they going to do? Evan going back to left guard. Cody Whitehair to the bench, or is he going center? Uh yeah, I don't think that they've made shotgun snaps yeah. at all. No, I mean oh, I think that that's God. the thing. I think I think you have to put Patrick at center and Cody to the bench. Is what it is. But you know what's going to happen, Phil? Is the Bears in the Bears <laughs> world first play. Nate Davis will play a couple of series and then they'll pull him out. They'll move Tevin over to right guard and bring <laughs> Cody into left guard. That's what the, but that's been their MO where they've been playing two guys their first game back. Well, the reality is Shane and Matt Edmonds. So that's what I kind of thought. Yeah. As funny as things have been, when you say that, it probably will happen. The Chicago Bears have been notorious since I don't even know of moving guys from positions that they would be successful at to other positions to cover. It's like that home with a, with a leak. They don't want to call the plumber. They're going to break out the fucking so white seal tight. Benched per Eberflus. I didn't hear his presser today. So. Oh, there you go. Good. Well, he deserves to, to be benched. 100%. Did he word it like that too? Like, have some fucking stones, man. Yeah. Start putting some people like Valus Jones on notice to call him out and call him anything. Just nope. Valus has been benched. Yeah. Got to get better. He should be on Thank the practice squad. Truth. Put him on the practice squad. Nobody's going to claim him. Leave him off. Cut Larry. Oh my fucking God. Your lunch <laughs> with Larry. <laughs> Put him with Larry. Love it. Hold on, Zach. Unless that dragon was fucking a goat. (laughs) Well, yeah, let's break news. Alan Bratcher is not mad at anybody here at TTNL Network. Alan's involved behind the scenes, not as much as other people, but there's... I miss him. Yeah, I think... At the same time, I'm happy for 
Yeah, absolutely. He's happy. He's got a new woman doing great. But I just I don't like it when people come in and carpet bomb bullshit like Zach just did and obviously isn't chiming back in. I think that's fucked up and I'll call that out, Zach. So So did Gio. He said Zach came chat to say that. I think we all know that there's a connection there. Cody is not in the starting lineup against the Lions. Grumpy Bear 00. This next Dedicated. Yeah, we got you. We got you, Cam. We saw. We saw that you we met saw. Edmonds. Yeah. This next dedication goes to Caminator. We saw that you met Edmonds, and you're. Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta I'm entertaining myself. Listen, Irish Bear, Albert Breer, about an hour ago said highly likely Fluce is out. Yep, we heard it. I don't think he said that. We read the quote. Well, that was an hour ago. Quote? Yeah. I oh, okay. I didn't see where he said highly likely that he's out. I didn't read that. So smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. I know I will. <laughs> the original. Claudio the Barber will be back next week. So we're good. We'll be live streaming the game Sunday. We'll be back Sunday night. Hopefully victorious on both ends. There's our live. There he is. There's our guy. Yeah, he just misread it. I was hoping that's what it was. I I dig Zach. Great dude. Done nice stuff for us. But no, there's no, there's zero issue. There's zero issue with Alan Bratcher. We bust Jackal's balls. We bust Cherie's balls. My balls get busted. Phil's balls get busted. Angelo, yeah, we busted his balls. And he went a little bit left. But, you know, other than that, Alan's still involved behind the scenes. His name is on the show every week. People read the description on YouTube. He posts the game threads on our Facebook pages for us. That Ezra doesn't stay committed to. Oh, Ezra. 45 thoughts Ooh, a day. Ezra. I would love to get Ezra on the show. Oh, Jesus. Don't open up that coffer. I want to know who he is, bro. Ezra. He likes to yeah, post no more on Facebook. Work That's... that ass for daddy is no longer. No, that is no more. And I'm still fucking... Dude, it's those like updating every fucking email oh, yeah. Yeah, YouTube. There was another one. I'm like, bro, how many fucking shows did we drop this on? Anyway, yeah. I need to go oh, to bed. We, yeah, absolutely. I'm we so don't even tired, need to bro. Yeah, we did our shout outs. They're good. We're going to shout out. We're going to shout out the Venom. Right? Oh. What, yep. do you point? what do you point? I was trying to point to Phil. Oh. <laughs> I like one of these kids. <laughs> Who is that up? Is that Erlacher up there? No, that is. Wait, which one? Oh, we looking on this side. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, is that Mongo? I think that's Mongo. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't see. I Steve McMichael. Back here. The other one, I can't see at all because of the glare. There's well, that's Buddy at the top. Yeah. And then Buddy that's Wilson. And then that's Mongo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. And that's followed by Mongo. 
So nice. how how old were you in 1985, Sheree? Three. Three? Model. <laughs> Three years old. Holy shit. Just a pop. I was 11. As somebody said to yeah, me on I was Facebook, 10. they're like, well, you didn't watch the Bears when they won the Super Bowl. You've only seen highlights. I'm like, who the fuck? Who are you fucking talking to, bro? I... I watched it. My granddad was a hard Bears fan, so yeah, I did watch it. I just didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, but yeah, our shout out is to Little Coco. Let's go. EDP and the the Venom. Let's go. Let's go. The Super Bowl. And you know what, Connecticut state workers, put some fucking gas in your car. <laughs> not that hard Cherie. how long does it take you to fill up your car what is it like a seven minute process maybe liners connecticut shane's because i'm always at my job and i have my cia earpiece in so people come in and they start complaining and shane will be on the phone with me you can hear it and I'm always like, listen, Janice, fill the fucking car up. All right. That's what I say. I can't. You realize, Phil, somebody turned that car back in and there's only a half a tank. They, they, they expect me to, I'm going to have to drive all the way to the gas station and put gas in this. I don't have time for that, Phil. Oh, fuck out of here, Janice. Jesus Christ. No chance. No, no chance, Janice. Gosh. No chance. My wife took this video. Listen up. Listen up. We play four quarters of football within. That's right. Four quarters of football, Shane, this Sunday. And LL, please don't put a copyright on it. Okay? <laughs> exactly. He was talking over that. I have no. What is? What do people write on Facebook? I do not own this music. I do not own the rights to this music. I was in the moment there, LL, talking to the team. I can't help with the Jeff Crooms actually the PA announcer for the Venom at home, Shane. Yeah, can you give us a Jeff Crooms PA announcement? Can you reenact that? Is yeah, he going to be can. like? We're going to Disney World. You went. That's right, Venom. You guys are going to the Super Bowl. You're going to the Super Bowl. Way to go, Venom. I can hear Tay. I don't want to go to Disney World. <laughs> I want to you never Disneyland. did you tell a story about Tate's throw? Oh, I didn't tell the story of Tate's throw. You should have seen the catch. It was so much better, Sheree. <laughs> please stop we will be live stage part yes Tay had a great throw in the game we'll talk all about this stuff what was what was I saying about his throw what a great throw it was that one what was it the 40 yard bomb that he had well it went 47 yards in total okay that's what it was but these guys Air yards wise, it was 32 yards in the air off action. 
big play, third and 12. We were up, but it was one of those momentum plays. You like, they drove us down to take us up. You know, we were up 12 nothing. What were we up? 12 nothing. And then that score, and then we got two, and the route was on. So it was a big moment in the game. And yeah, I was proud of him making the play and our guy catching the ball. That's all, that's what it's about. So hopefully. There'll be a happy coach on Sunday. And I thank all of you fans, honestly, all over the world. I was telling the kids tonight that maybe, just maybe, we'll be broadcasting. And all these fans they have that don't even know them all over the world are going to want to watch them play the game. So hopefully no pay pressure. attention. What's that? I say no pressure. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? This is what you live for, though, these moments, as I was telling them, like what all the hard work you put in. This is what we wanted. This is where you get to. So. <laughs> so let's get out of here. Oh, you guys all have a great weekend and we'll see you on BHL. Are Is cars key tomorrow? Tomorrow night, 830. Yep. Get in somebody's got- ass today. Getting into somebody's ass, cars and Mrs. Cars' ten-year anniversary tomorrow night. What? Yeah. What? I'm not sure if there's going to be any of the the back door stuff going on, like you just said right there. But hey, you never know. Ten years (laughs) is a big milestone. So back door. I I asked him. I asked him. I'm like, do we need to reschedule to make the to make Mama happy? And he's like, no, they're they have a they're pushing it off to to this weekend doing a date night thing without the obviously without the kids and all of that but shout out to aubrey she gotten a shout out aubrey yeah i got my son lost his one front tooth in gym class and poor aubrey got both her front teeth broken off are they real ones yeah the next door neighbors uh house playing with the kids yeah so cars is like oh bro what do they do and i'm like well she she'll be good they do a great job putting those they didn't have the teeth either they didn't i had both my teeth knocked out yeah my front teeth are like this sheree oh there's a big triangle hole (sighs) i had that in high school do you want to hear how it happened how we were playing paddle ball in gym and I had the paddle and you put the string around your wrist. Mm-hmm. I went to hit it and it slipped out of my hand and the string was still attached and it went hit me right in the teeth. It broke all my teeth, front teeth, two teeth, like a triangle. Perfect. Yeah. And I was spitting out pieces on the floor and I looked up and my, gym teacher literally fucking almost passed out fainted and i had to get right like they were like oh because it was a huge gash in my lip too they had a stitch and my front teeth were gone so i had to get them fixed by the dentist emergency it's crazy and i had a game it was thursday and i had a game friday so the (laughs) anyway 
Why am I telling this? No one yeah. fucking cares. It's time to go. There's Let's go. Assholes in the commenters that just got banned. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them all. I Let's... did. I can never remember corn if I won that shit. I told I, I remember I had a, a mini crush on my Italian teacher. Who happened to see me as I'm running down the hallway? Use mini. So huh? she's, actual... <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And she gave me that loving hug. I care about you, so the pain started to subside. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week here. On the greatest yes. network covering the Bears. You better prepare, Detroit, because this is all you're going to see Sunday. Good. <laughs> They're scared. We'll see you all. And maybe Alan Bratcher next week. Let's check in with Alan. See how he's doing. Claudia will be back. All of us. Thank you all, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, thank you, Cherie. And Shane, for all the support, everyone at TTNL, all of you family, God bless you and good night. What's up, everybody? This is NFL Network's Adam Ray. This is only Cooch. This is Matt Waldman. This is Chris Zorch from your Chicago Bear. I'm Dion Miller. Dan Weaver. I'm Courtney Cronin. Hey, this is David Kaplan. Listen to me. You want to learn football? Listen to my guy, Phil and Shane. Shane and Phil. Shane and Phil. Oh, Phil. On the Tape Never Lies Network. On the Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network. The Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network. Home of the greatest Chicago Bears fans on earth.